plural noun. Um, crayons. Crayons. Okay. Adjective. Oh, oh, Alice, this is you. You know what an adjective is now. It's a describing word. An adjective is a descriptive word for something or somebody. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, and short are adjectives. Painfully British counts as an adjective. Let's put painfully. Okay. No, painfully is an adverb. Okay, then let's do painfully British. Painful would be... Um, person in the room that's male. Well, that's Chris. Yep. Uh, a number. Alice, you can surely provide a number. 25. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Another adjective, please. I came up with the last one. Colorful. There we Perfect. go. Perfect. I'll even write it with a U for you. Ooh, colorful. Okay. Noun. Person, um, place, or thing. Cat. Cat. Okay. Part of the body. Tail. <laughs> okay. Adjective. Mm, stinky. Oh, boy. This is going to be fun. All right. Uh, another part of the body. Foot. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, another adjective. I'm on Alice for this one. You know what? I'll do it. Um, cranky. Oh. Hey, that's appropriate. Uh, plural noun. Come on, Alice. Uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> plural noun. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to do oranges because it's oranges. in front of me. Mm. Okay. Now Alice is on the hook for a noun. Just a noun. Grapes. There you go. Well, that's plural. Uh, I can put grapes. I can figure it out. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, Chris, uh, I need another part of the body. Um, rectum. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Why? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, noun. Hmm. Let's do skyscraper. Why? I don't know. It came to mind. All right. I need another noun, Alice. Katana. Ooh. There you go. Let's hope that's not going in the rectum. <laughs> okay. I now we need I a think. verb. Hmm. A verb is an action word. Run, pitch, jump, yes, and it's swim. Yes, doing thing. Yes, I know. <laughs> Okay. Running. I want a British verb. Running. We don't have a. Oh, well, oh actually, it'll no, be a British run. verb will be wanking. But... There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanking. Okay, you know what? Perfect. I'm putting wank in there. Aha. Okay. Name a celebrity. Oh, God. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. No, 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 wait. Who's the guy that just got fired from Top Gear? Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, there you go. I'm putting that in. And one more noun. Ball. All right. The Spy Hall of Fame. Here we go. The Spy Hall of Fame honors the brave crayons of the painful profession known as spying. Inductees include Chris Bond, famously known as Agent 0025. Mm. The spy was as handsome as he was colorful. 
Not only did Bond nab the bad cat every time, he always won the tail of the stinky woman as well. <laughs> now we know what the tail is made of. <clears throat> Chuck Eaglefoot Spyglass. Whether it was designing a cranky pair of night vision oranges or hiding a tiny camera inside a gold grape that a spy could wear around his rectum. (laughs) Chuck was the go-to skyscraper for his wizardry and surveillance. Joe the spy. Joe was your typical katana next door. His high school yearbook denoted him as most likely to wank. (laughs) Who would have thought that this average Joe would be the Jeremy Clarkson of the spy world Mm -hmm. when he single-handedly took down all took down an international ring of ball robbers. Mm. Yeah. Those devious bastards. (laughs) (laughs) So, hello, everybody. This is RPG Cast, episode 343, (laughs) celebrating Halo in all its forms. No, not really. (laughs) Anna's got a book of Mad Libs, and she couldn't wait to find an opportunity to use them. Hope you didn't mind that. (laughs) So, uh, hi, Alice Wilkinson. Hi. Hi, Chris Privetier. Hi, Anna Marie Privetier. Ah, there we go. So. Hi. That was kind of fun. But I don't think we should do that again. No, let's revel it. <laughs> also here from California, Emmanuel Marino. Maybe. He'll jump in when he can. Okay. Well, it looks like he's on. But... All right. Uh, our cats are going crazy, Anna. Yes, they are. Mm. Did you Perhaps. put some catnip down or something? No. No, I gave just them hungry. their food with their medicine. And now they're just insane. Yeah. Well, they're always insane. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been playing this week, Anna? Um, I've been playing a few things. So you downloaded some new apps for me. Yep. And I've been playing a lot more Paint It Back. You talked about that last week. Yes. So I'm just saying. So you're that still I doing the kind of like it mock. Um, yes. What's it called? Pixel, it, pix, yeah, Pixar. It's, it's Picross. Picross, that's the one. And um, we both kind of jumped into Farmville quite a bit this week because there's a... There's an Easter event. Yes. And I finally got back into Hollywood U because oh, they sorry. finally have new stories. Um, I've also been playing Touchtone, which is a game where basically you play the NSA and hack into people's communication. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's and you've never been so well praised for being so illegal. And um, yeah, I think that's everything that I've really been playing on the iPad. So I've also been playing um, more Final Fantasy Tactics Fence 2. I finally jumped back into that. And I'm up to nearly 90 missions done at this point. So all my characters are huge variety between, I think, about 22 and 32. So I need to tighten that up a little bit, and I'll be doing a lot more quests today, probably. And um, I think that's everything. I want to say I've been playing something else, but now it's escaping me. We really did play a lot of Final Fantasy XI. We played a lot of Final Fantasy XI. So last week, (laughs) we blame Alice for this. Alice talked about... No, it wasn't Alice's fault. It It was Square's fault for announcing their future plans for Eleven. And now we got all into it, and we're like trying to level characters that can play solo and all that stuff. And now um, we found out they've really fixed a lot of things in that game. Don't you think? Yes. 
Um, yeah, it like, is kind of amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Being able to play solo is fantastic. Although it's not technically solo. So did we talk about trusts much last week? I, don't think, I think I've talked about trusts a bit previously. Yeah, so the TLDR, you can get NPCs that play with you. They can be tanks, DPS, um, uh, magic dealers, healers. So I basically run with a paladin, a warrior, and a white mage at all times. And I'm sad because the NPC white mage is a better white mage than I've ever been. That's fair. Oh. Yeah. But um, we're just really impressed by how quickly you can do stuff now. Even though I spent a lot of time goofing off and not really optimizing my playtime, I was basically able to do 1 to 60 in three days. Or I would have had I not been goofing off. <laughs> I think I'm 56 right now. Yeah, I'm I 55 with like I go sneeze at something and I'll be 56. So that's been really fun. And I've gone to zones that I've never gone to before and I've done things that I've never done. And thank you Alice for dragging me places I couldn't go by myself. I'm actually quite surprised. I was I I still remember some of these places from I haven't been inside like um the the deeper parts of Garlic Citadel for god it must be about 4 years now. Jeez. <laughs> So yeah, that was fun. I need to level up my white mage so that I can have um, sneak and invis. Um, uh, they, um, sneak and invisible are learnable by red mage at the same level. Ooh, well then, I will continue leveling up my red mage because I already have that in the 30s. So Yeah, because uh, yeah, um, red mage learns sneak and, can learn sneak at 25 and invisible at 30. Same um, as white mage. Sneak is 20, actually. Oh, it's 20 and 25, isn't it? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. So that one I have, but in Viz I do not. So I wonder if they reduce the level for those. No, I think they I think they are the same level that they were. And I can't remember if they were originally available to Red Mage. I thought they were. I don't but. remember that they were, but Chris is a Red Mage. He'd maybe know better than I. Uh, they lowered a bunch of levels for that stuff, so okay. I don't know. Did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think Sneak was originally 25 and is now 20. What's the matter? Um... Buy some powder or just use the books to I use... I find the books aren't reliable. Okay. Because if you need to recast it on yourself, you're totally screwed. Yeah, but it lasts forever now. Mm. It does. It does last a long time. Okay. Do you have a skull... No, you don't have a skulker's cape. Never mind. What's a skulker's cape? It's a cape that it makes those spells I last longer. I have a bat cape. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You've got a bat cape. Woohoo! And, yeah, so you've been leveling up your... Um, Dark Knight. That's correct. So, I'm 55 and you're 57, I think. Mm, mm-hmm. So, we might even be 90 by the next time yeah. we podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. I've been very surprised. We want to drag was, Mac back in. I was going to say, who needs a, who needs a Skulker's cape? I just get Spectral Jig for everything. There you go. A spectral so, jig is a level thirty dancer ability that grants sneak and invisible on a thirty second cooldown. Ooh. Um, actually, one thing this week is we definitely need to work on unlocking more jobs for me. Yeah, we need to work on that, right? Um, the other option is, or we just get I'm you high super enough. high level, and, and you then can I just... can solo it all. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> I like that plan. Okay, so Alice, besides Final Fantasy XI, you've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, yeah, again, I've just been continuing um, the because I think the next patch comes out on Tuesday. Um, so I've mostly just been doing, um, you know, like my weekly raid quests and stuff like that. Have I leveled anything new? 
No, because I can't decide what to do with it. I have um, uh, brought my healer in line with my other... Because uh, I have two damage-dealing jobs at 50. Um, but I have also recently brought my healer up so that it can actually heal, as opposed to being terrible. Um, other than that, um, we tried some missile deliveries this week. Yeah, you know, how'd that like, go? They, I love your missile deliveries. Tell me more. Yeah, that didn't go quite quite so well. Oh, did they return them to sender? Well, not quite. What happened was um, we were... Um, one of our uh, court mates does something known as wine camping, where um, he goes and sits in a wormhole in perimeter. And drinks and... a bunch of wine waiting for someone to show up? Yep, basically. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we decided to join him, kitchen sink fleet. So bring, bring, bring your own cloak, and that's about it. So no requirement to bring bombers. And I seem to remember we were tracking down, um, I think it was a Myrmidon plus his lodgy support in another wormhole. And then we ran into another wormhole corp that we didn't. We were annoying about a week ago. Like suddenly, when they Ooh. dropped a um, bait Nereus on us, which was the reason behind that tweet that I made on my Twitter account earlier this week. Um, and uh, we made a bit of a poor call and blew it up. At which point, they dropped the rest of their fleet on us. Well, um, we, we did lose two bombers, but the rest of us got out. Um, so yeah, that was that was a bit silly. And remember, the hauler is always bait. Hmm. So uh, yeah, that was that was what happened this week. <sighs> well then. Um, and the reason why I've got uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm on my list is um, I picked up four pieces of the DLC. Yeah. And uh, oh, they're pretty damn fun to play. They even include their own little, um, uh, like, battle or field backgrounds as well from the games that they come from. Ooh. So um, the four I downloaded were uh, two from Secret of Mana 2, um, the opening theme, Meridian Child, and the Battle for the Final Boss theme, Sacrifice Part 3. Um, and, God, what else did I get? Oh, Frog's Theme and Corridors of Time from Chrono Trigger. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, seems good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just nice to see some familiar locales again. Well, I feel happy for you. Other than that, <laughs> I don't know if been... that sounded patronizing. I'm just trying to... Other than that, I have just nothing be... to say. Like, okay, you downloaded songs and played them. Yay! <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I've just been working on my city and city skylines. Oh, well. how's your city and city skylines doing? It's going pretty well. Yeah. Um, I'll have to put some more, I'll have to put some more screenshots up at some point, um, on the, uh, that custom map that I mentioned on Twitter last week. Um, as I've basically just been working on that one. Um, I have unlocked the final, um, like city size upgrade, so I can build the monument buildings, but I haven't unlocked any of them yet. So we sort of had an interesting experience. We were like um, Twitch surfing yesterday. And we ended up jumping into a guy who was playing cities, um, who was German. And, of course, neither of us speak German. So we have no idea what's going on. And then we noticed that he ends up building this big sort of Autobahn-type highway. 
except it ends up creating an unbelievable amount of congestion in all directions trying to get onto this highway. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, das ist not good. <laughs> we understood that it's part. It's like, yeah, we get that part. <laughs> So we watched him attempt to untangle it and kind of failed miserably. <laughs> that game looks hard. Well, it is a city sim. Yes. Yeah. I still, I still think Chris should buy it. I have it. He has it. Oh, has it? No. Yeah, he I has not played yeah. a ton of it. I played some the first day uh, after the... I played it the day after the podcast two weeks ago. And I like it. It's good. Um, I just need to spend more time with it. Um I have. Uh, I turned off money as soon as I could. <laughs> oh, because it's get like money built off. right so in there. Yeah, Alice made fun of you for that. Yeah. No, not really. I'm, I was just so. No, no, no! I wanted Alice. It was great. <laughs> so, have you been playing anything else, guys? I think it about covers it. All right. How about Emmanuel Marino? What's up? Have you been playing anything? Uh, a fair bit of stuff. Yeah? I don't think anything falls in the RPG camp, but if you're interested in hearing, I'll tell you. I'm interested. Okay. So first, I just finally got around to playing Bioshock Infinite because it was uh, the March Games of Gold on 360. Ooh, nice. I guess. No? You oh, didn't I mean, like it? A game? Yeah. Not really. No, no, honestly. You didn't like the story at all? No. Did you finish it? Oh, okay. Didn't like it. All right. Yeah, not very much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I had several. It, it's, yeah, I had several problems with it, including like for one thing, I thought the guns were garbage. It was just nothing fun to shoot in that oh, game. Oh yeah, the shooting. Spend, uh, uh, yeah, the shooting kind of sucks. <laughs> but like, but even like, let me put it this way: I played even in Bioshock, I never felt the shooting was that bad as this it, as it is here. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I had this preconception that you'd be using the skyhook a lot, like this this big mechanic, like, oh, I'm going to be flying around the bed of it. Like, you use it a couple of times. It's not that interesting. <laughs> you move on with your life. Uh, and that info dump at the end, come on. Well, that info dump, and then you have to, like, go read people explaining, like, string theory to actually understand the end. It's fun. Um, but... No, I understood it. I used to watch sliders, so I'm good on that part. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Is, uh, things are more connected than they are in sliders, but all right. That's no, no, great. no. That's totally the second, the last season. It, you find out that uh, that Quinn and his brother are actually from the Cro uh, Magnum Prime homeworld. Oh god! And that they actually have the secrets to beating the Cro-Mags. No, but their parents put them on different into different worlds with different par- versions of themselves as parents to protect them from the Cro-Mags. Oh my so gosh! They have to learn to go back to their. It's like they honestly, it's quite literally show. the Bioshock Infinite story. <laughs> okay. I'm not even kidding. Now that I think about it, that's if you terrible. Want to, no, I don't want to know hey, more. Hey, it was the last. Wait, was Sliders the one? No, I'm thinking of Quantum Leap, aren't I? Sliders the is the one where they replaced Bakula. a main character by saying he slid into another person's body. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't the last season then. It was the second to last season. Oh, that makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, I remember that last season where they just like uh. Yeah, I remember that. In the opening scene, because the characters didn't want to come back, because I guess Jerry McConnell finally started getting movies and started dating Rebecca Romaine, and he figures, my life is pretty good. I can quit at this crappy show right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't blame him. Hey, I used to like that show. 
And then the girl like left and they said she was just missing. And I don't know what was going on with that. Cause I yeah, watching. so they replaced with these two new. There's only one original character that was left. That was Remington, and that mm-hmm. guy knew this was his only meal ticket. So he yeah, Gimli had already left a couple seasons earlier. Yeah, yeah. everyone left, <laughs> and the only main guy is like, "Hey, I'm not going to get a better job. I'm the star of this show now." <laughs> and uh, then we had the lady who was the doctor who replaced them, and then we had the, the new fake. Um, uh, what was the name? Quinn Mallory. Sure. He got he got merged with another character. They brought that up once. I still have memories from the past. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? And then we had Kari Woher. Remember her? My goodness. No. Oh, the nineties. I, yeah, I tried two sh- two episodes of that season. Then I said, "Yeah, I'm done with the show." That makes me sad. But... You and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how it did not come back for another season afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in all, it just made me realize that, you know what? I actually really liked Bioshock more than I thought I did the original. I say if I had to rank them, it would go Bioshock 1, Minerva's Den, Bioshock Infinite, and uh, I guess two if you if you force me to put on a list. Mm. I think Minerva's Den was wonderful. That's exactly what it needed to be. It was a short little vignette. We weren't retreading old ground. It gave a new perspective of a group of people we never saw in Rapture before. I mean, it was over before you can get sick of it, and you walked away going, that was fun, and you moved on with your life. Yeah, Minerva's Den was great. It's a shame no one ever got to play it, especially since the DLC was published by Microsoft, I think, so it sort of just got stuck. I and think you can get it on PC, can't you? What? Yeah, I think you can get it on the PC version now. Somehow. Through games with Windows. I don't think you can get it through Steam, for example. Though. Oh, lame. Yeah, which is sucks. Yeah, there's some really complicated stuff with that. Because I think everyone, even the even the guys who made the game, I think all agree that Minerva's Den is actually better than the game than the main game itself. It makes me wish that Bioshock 2 was actually just a bunch of vignettes, like these short, like four-hour experiences from a bunch of different people in Rapture, instead of just like this retread of a story really didn't need to get re- it, it was fine we didn't need to go back and to basically tell the same story again but in a much crappier way hmm. it was so bad anyway so uh that's what i've been doing bioshock infinite i i honestly wouldn't recommend it to anybody uh which is weird though you know what i, I will say this though not because i'm not i understand before i get this from other people is that i for me bioshock infinite is much like Mad Men in the fact that I think Mad Men is a beautiful show with well, great, talented actors. Beautiful, like they're good looking, they're attractive, they're fun, they're great actors. Great costume design, great set design, great set, sense of place and setting. Just overall, a very high quality, highly produced show. And I can't stand to watch a single episode of it. <laughs> Which one? You know? uh, oh, right, that's your analogy. Okay. Yeah. Lame. I kind of liked the, uh, I don't know. Nah, forget it. The game wasn't that good. <laughs> we covered no, that quite, back. Hey I, hey, I quite liked Infinite. Inf- uh, uh, the shooting and stuff was boring. No, I was mostly playing it for the world. Yeah, the skyhook is fun. Until you have issues with it. But other than that, it's fun. And then put together a nice little sci-fi story. Oh, goodness. How, how long was I muted? I think I sat on my control. Yeah. What was You've the last thing muted. I said? Um, I asked you a question, then you stopped talking. What was the question? I don't remember anymore, because it wasn't important. 
No, okay. I, did you hear my analogy that I think Bioshock yeah, is like Madden? Yeah, yeah, that we part we that. heard. Yeah. And then did you hear the explanation why I think that? No. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. I thought yeah, like both. it's a beautiful show. Well acted, great costume design, great sense of place. I mean, I would be lucky if half the shows on TV had half the production values and quality directing and acting as Mad Men did. But I find the subject matter and the characters so uninteresting. I have, I, have, I don't, I can't stand to watch it. I it's think not everyone, for- I think everyone has a show like that. that I haven't watched just- Mad Men, so I don't know if I can agree or not. Oh, but, I mean. If you watch the set, I mean, they captured their era perfectly. It's, I mean, it's a well-acted show. It's just I don't care about the character. I don't care about the story or these people or what they're doing. It's just not for me. So and in much the same way, I recognize the craft and just like from the, the, the music to the setting, the art design, all of that. I recognize how like, – I totally understand why Alice would totally – I mean, I get why you like it. I mean, there's a lot to like there, but – you kind of have to be willing to buy into a lot of stuff to go along oh, with yeah. it. I mean, but I also totally understand where you're coming from. I mean, I can't stand, like, um, Sherlock, for example. <gasps> oh, I can't stand Sherlock either. Oh, no! Anna, you know, but it's like, you know, I, okay, I mean, I recognize that, um, like, I don't know, um, Benedict Cumberbatch is a good actor, but I really can't stand his smug face. Oh, you know, the I, best would, part of that show. <laughs> I, I think I, I really enjoy that Ben Ben and Cumberbatch brought to the character of Sherlock, sort of this new dimension to it, and especially with uh with Watson. This is like a it's a new take on a Watson, and I think it's I think that's great that he did that. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's yeah, I Bioshock know. Infinite. I, I see the quality, I see the production values, I see the hard work and effort of these people, and they spent years doing it. Uh, I didn't like the story. I didn't particularly like the characters. I didn't particularly like the gameplay. I didn't particularly. I I like some of the world for a little bit, like the, the talking about um, all the undertones of this. I think they lost their thematic plot like most of the way through. Whereas bio, the original Bioshock held on to their held on to it in their commentary all the way through. Halfway through, by the time you're fighting the Vox, I think they sort of lost the thread and we're we're into Sliders territory now instead of social commentary on American jingoism. Anyway, on a much lighter note, you know what game is pretty awesome? Yeah. Forza Horizon 2, Fast and Furious. Wait, what? Forza <laughs> Horizon 2 presents no. Fast and Furious. No, they did not. Oh, I'm not they... even kidding. It's a, fr- oh. it's a free game. You uh-huh. can get it right now. It's a free uh, standalone expansion. Well, I can't get for it. For Xbox One and Xbox, Xbox 360, one. uses the Forza horizon 2 engine oh, and it has ludicrous as you're an, as as the announcer and he's oh. giving you jobs to collect like all the main cars that they use in the upcoming movie fast and furious do you get to save paul well, Walker? that's a good that's a good way of doing advertising if nothing else i will gonna, say you're totally them there. <laughs> the funny thing is it's like what's essentially i mean this is an ad for an old game and an upcoming movie and it is actually probably the most fun movie tie-in game i've ever played Wow, that's high price. You haven't played all the Transformer ones, have you? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're any good. No, right. it is like, because, like, well, think about it. Who yeah. knows driving games better than the Forza franchise at this point? Gran Turismo. Who knows driving games better than the Forza <laughs> franchise at this point? <laughs> um, so, in that point, it's, you're just basically playing like a tiny little Forza. Forza, excuse me, at the, at the T in there. Forza. Tiny little Forza. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, 
they they quote real world the cars from the movie are there. You have Ludacris and his you know these dumb little missions. It's a short little experience. It's like got, got a full thousand achievement points. It's actually kind of a lot of fun. It has a good soundtrack from the movie. I mean, as far as advertisements go, it's really good. Even if you just don't care about Fast and the Furious the way I, I don't care about Fast and the Furious, but if you just want on like a nice like example of what the what Forza is on next gen. Free download, download it, have fun for like five hours driving around like a little tiny part of the Forza Horizon 2 map and you call, wash your hands and call it a day. Awesome. Um, I wish finally, I had an Xbox One. I would play it. And finally, I think, okay, let me see. I did Bioshock Infinite, Horizon 2. Ah, I beat something else recently. Did I talk about Wolfenstein last time I was on? No. Oh, I played through the New Order. Is it any good? Yeah, I know, I know they liked it over at Giant Bomb. I didn't know. I how. liked it. I, I let me put. I really liked it. Yeah. But it has one of those final levels that sort of that's unnecessarily difficult and sort of just a, a slog. It kind of just dampens your enthusiasm for the rest of the game. Okay. Because I thought it was really cool up to that point, and then it's just like, well, it could have been like, oh, this is actually one of the best shooters I played in years. It's like, oh yeah, it was cool. Hmm. It was disappointing. They sort of just like a wet fart at the end. But overall, though, I, I it's amazing that they can actually the way they humanized BJ Blazkowicz. It was pretty good. I will say that it was totally worth it. I, but I say there's no need to play in higher sorry. difficulty. I'm just I'm mulling over the statement you just made. How they humanized BJ Blazkowicz. Blaskowitz. Blaskowitz. How they humanized a guy named BJ Blazkowicz. How that's even possible. Dude, that is like why that game is so good. Yeah, <laughs> he he has like this, he has this this kind of this quiet southern like like uh, good old boy charm. He's just like sort of he's basically this nice boy scout, and he's got this this charm and this enthusiasm. And like at one point, I know I'm sure you've heard that you go to the moon at that point, and it, he's as much in disbelief that you, he's on the moon as you are. He's like, hey. What's there to be scared of? I'm just walking on the freaking moon after all. But it was, yeah, he's actually made a likable character, very human. I mean, the fact that we're talking about a character like BJ, like you said, named BJ in the year 2014 <laughs> when it came out. And like, my good, the funny thing is, he feels just as out of place in the new order, in this new world, as we think he is in this new world, the way you're playing games. And they sort of play with that. Like, if if uh, it's kind of what what's his name uh, Duke Nukem should have been like the mm-hmm. problem with Duke Nukem Forever is he was the same douchebag he was back when that game originally came out and it wasn't self aware and it might have been a much better game if everyone realized like can you believe this guy's still acting like this in this day and age and they sort of playing with those ideas but anyway <laughs> wow so, all right I so guess- here's my question for you Manny brought to you by the chat room. Would you play a Bioshock set in the 1960s advertising industry? I would play a <laughs> I, I would play a Mad Men Telltale adventure game. Oh, okay. Uh, but but with the romancing system from like Mass Effect. Ah, because that's pretty much all it is, right? Who do you want yeah. to sleep with around the office? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm surprised Bio Bioware hasn't just made a, like a tiny division where they just make like tablet. Uh, dating simulators at this point. Hmm. All right. Well, with that, I think we're done with what we've been playing, aren't we? 
Ah, uh, for yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, we've got some feedback to go through. Uh, let's see. Most of it is voicemail this week, so let me get those up here on the phone. I guess you're repeating that number over and over and over again. For it's the last finally year. working. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. All right, let's see. All right, so. First off, uh, if you'd like to provide feedback for the show like the people you're about to listen to, there's three ways to do it. Podcast.rpamer.com is the email address where you can email uh, you know, a message written with a keyboard. Um, or I guess you could scan in your handwriting if you really want to. I don't mind. Um, additionally, you can attach an MP3 file. We'll play it on the show. We've got one of those coming up later. Or this way, 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098 is the voicemail that you can call. And, of course, our Metches forums, which we don't have any... Um, any uh, stuff in there today, but that's forums.rpgamer.com. All right, and with that, let's uh, let's get this going. Voicemail from... Uh, oh, wait, I have to press buttons. <laughs> buttons, presses. All right, now let's get this going. Yeah, guys, that was an excellent episode. Um, it's always fun to have Phil around. I will say this, you know, y'all were talking about growing up and um, cutting back on gaming and whatnot when you have a family. I always found that actually gaming is, has been better for me um, to, to kind of dial back my life because rather than going out and, you know, and spending money and, and having a bunch of friends and doing stuff, you know, I could stay home with my family and, you know, playing games, it, it kind of keeps me leveled, really. So, I mean, I, I've always, I actually, I think it's a great thing for, for families, you know. And, um, second, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, I told you all I got Shoemaker by 10 before and, uh, Petrism, Final Fantasy Curtain Call. I'm about done with those. Not quite, not quite Mega 10 4, but, because so I think my next game is going to either be Bravely Default um yeah probably going to be Bravely Default I'm kind of thinking about Pokemon X and I'm also kind of thinking about uh Fire Emblem it's going to be one of those three most likely Bravely Default alright well keep it up guys I love it it's the best show of the week always bye so I'm actually going to recommend either of those games over Bravely Default. As much as I love Bravely Default, I think that there's going to be more potential in Bravely Second. And honestly, I don't think we're that far out. I would be very surprised if we didn't hear an announcement for it at E3. Um, okay. Uh, to the earlier point about the family stuff, I guess since you guys already talked about it, I'll just throw my two cents in real quick. Um, he said it's interesting that it, the gaming keeps him at home. I think that largely depends on, and it's good for your family. That largely depends on how into how involved you get your so and children involved with it, or or how much they respect or like your gaming time. Because wait, wait, some my be- superior officer, your significant, significant other. other. Oh, okay. I've been watching too much Shield. Apparently, all right. Go ahead. I just want to keep it. <laughs> Oh, that's right. They say SO, don't they? They do. SO. <laughs> Why does it just say SEAL? Like every else, everyone I else don't on the know. goddamn. Anyway. So, um, but 
like for for I know plenty of people who who their gaming is they they close they lock themselves up in a room and they don't want to merge for like six hours. And that's totally not the kind of gaming you can do if you if you do have a family or you go to the garage where your game room is and you play in the arcade cabinet all night while you're. Anna while you're orders S- me to come out to the living room and play games there instead. No, that's totally the thing. If you're both watching like Project Runway or The Bachelor while you play games on your iPad or your Vita or your 3DS together. That's family time right there, sure. Yep. <laughs> but uh, or if you guys are playing Wii with the kids together, yeah, absolutely. But but if you're in your in your den, Anna, on your let's PC, play Wii with the kids later. Playing Dota all night long, <gasps> and you haven't said like two words to your. I say SO because I, I don't want to presume whether you have a husband or wife sure. to your SO. Um, and you haven't said like five words to her all night or him. <laughs> That's not good for your family either. Mm. Uh, David and I kind of don't really have a choice, given that our living room is adjoining to our kitchen and our computer desks are right next to each other. And, oh, there's, only, and there's only two other rooms in the house, the bedroom and the bathroom. But I like that you guys made that choice, that no matter what you're doing, you're still together. And I'm sure you guys make the You effort. could have two toilets in the bathroom and play iPhone games together when you're using the toilet. Did you remember that oh, SNL Chris, sketch? that's weird. No, is that a SNL sketch? Yeah, that's a famous <laughs> SNL sketch. It's like back in the Phil Hartman era. It was really good. It's like the lover's toilet. It's like this dramatic CK1 ad or something. Like, share everything with your lover. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to like, I don't know, back away slowly now. Just it's it's uh, it's a famous it's a famous one of those SNL commercials you can totally find it online. Yeah, I'll, I'll look oh yeah, later. yeah, I've got no doubts about that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure you guys don't just like stare into the screen and never look at each other. I'm sure you guys like I'm I'm getting up to get some tea. Would you like some? She Check makes out this me funny trade gift. her things in Facebook. Be surprised. <laughs> you go okay. Maybe I'm giving you too much credit. <laughs> I think you might be. No, I mean seriously, uh, we 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 talk to each other pretty much constantly the only time which we don't is well when i'm podcasting you need to decloak we've got enemy ships coming into the sector see that's a problem david isn't doing missile delivery with you oh yeah you need to get him into that so i guess that's what it comes down to i mean david doesn't like mmos so oh but just tell him it's tell him it's a spreadsheet game i don't think that'll make it any better oh so no matter what you do, as long as you include people in whatever yeah, you're doing. That's the important thing. Yeah. I wouldn't have – I personally wouldn't have got into games at all if it wasn't for my dad. So because mm. he brought computers home from work and kind of taught me how to use them. That's pretty much how I learned. Mm-hmm. I still I still somewhere, I actually still have his annotated MS-DOS 6.0 manual um, that he told me to, you know, familiarize myself with the computer. It's got a big red mark through the uh, FDIS command because he told me I should never run that. <laughs> I never did. Smart man. <laughs> I was good. I, knew, I, I never ran it. Mostly because I read the book and understand what it did. I was only, what, five or six, and I recognized that disk formatting was bad. Or at the very least, bad from a perspective of keeping things on there that you wanted to keep, kind of thing. <laughs> I understand it has its uses, but, you know. To this day, Alice this has day, never formatted is... a disk. <laughs> uh, no, I have formatted a disk several times. Oh, I was hoping so. this had scarred you permanently. No, no, I just know when to do it. Uh, and, you know, to do this, do this thing called backup. <gasps> backup. I know, right? <laughs> Shocking. So, yeah. 
but I still have it. I keep it as a memento, even if uh, even if Dad and I have sort of drifted apart as of late. I I still keep hold of that because mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's just a nice little reminder of sort of how I got my start, kind of thing. Cool. I say scan it just in case. Heaven forbid <laughs> yeah, this fire. I, I get the feeling I should like pay someone to scan every page in and then have it as a PDF file. But. Yeah, just back it up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'm thinking about this stuff as I, you know, fires happen, earthquakes happen, floods happen. Oh yeah, I mean, I work for a cloud services provider. We. That's- oh, you know better than me. So yeah, <laughs> back that up. His whole job is about. <laughs> Alice's whole job is about t- telling people that everything, all their data is going to be destroyed. Isn't that your job too? Don't you do cloud <laughs> computing stuff too? Chris, or- you have a shirt that says back the F up. Yeah. Make sure your <laughs> F drive is pre- protected. Mm-hmm. Wait, does it have the little... Uh, yes, <laughs> F yeah. colon okay, slash, yep. yep. Nice. F up. <laughs> you know, do you have a, one for the ladies called back that D up? No. <laughs> I was just about to make a D colon joke, but, you know. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Ds and colons. All right, let's uh, move on to our next voicemail. How y'all doing? I'm curious about a few things. One, when's Alice going to be making another RPG Sanctum? Two, when is there going to be another backtrack coming on? And three, what's Chris think of what Lucifer gave him later. All right, let's address those in order. Number one, Alice did not make the RPG Sanctum, so I don't know how that would happen. Um, it's retired at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so no, at the moment, probably never. As forever. <laughs> as forever. <laughs> well, two. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think the concept sort of evolved into other things that we ended up doing. Yeah, uh, two RPG uh, backtrack. Didn't they just have a new episode? Oh wow, uh, about two per month. So yeah, we're overdue. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, next time Phil's on, we'll harass him about that. All right. Um, and then three, Lucifer sent us a salt lick, a fifty-pound salt lick. Okay, Lucifer.com. That is hilarious. It is. It was masterful. The only thing that trumps it is that Anna had the UPS guy return the shipment to sender. <laughs> she so caught way. him in the street and said, "What do I have to do to send this back?" And he's like, well, "Just tell me to." He's like, "Please send it back." Like, duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so not only did he send you a salt lick, I'm pretty sure there's a salt joke in there somewhere. There's, yeah, uh, he assaulted he, us. He, yes. Um. So, Lucifer's <laughs> podcast has apparently decided that Tales of Zestria is um a. Uh, just a platform to advertise Zestria, the new sweetener of a new generation or the new, you know, salt. I don't know. They've decided Zestria is just a fancy brand name for salt. And so they, they told me I need to accept this shipment of Zestria. Um, basically, Lucifer's use site funds to ship a, a, a present to us. And fortunately, Chris has been, rather well integrated with shipping services for a while. So I have UPS My Choice set up at my house. So I got notices and tracking numbers and order numbers when whenever anything is uh, set to be shipped to my house, no matter who sends it to me. 
So I was able to intercept this thing and figure out what he was sending us well before it got here and before he told us what it was. Um, so he's like teasing us. Well, you're going to need to know how to lift heavy stuff for this one. You're going to love it. And like then I, I finally got the order number, saw it was a 50-pound salt lick. And so I was trying to decide, what am I going to do with this thing? Am I going to sculpt it into like some sort of effigy to Lucifer and put it in my front yard? And Anna has just put her foot down. No, we are not accepting a salt lick. It is not coming into this house. I will talk to UPS and I will take care of the situation. <laughs> Can't you guys have just like saved it for next winter and then just sprinkled your driveway every day? It's um, a block of salt. I need a giant grater to somehow sprinkle. Well, at least get like a little chisel. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> no. not. It's not intended for anything other than animal consumption. Yeah. If it had a second use, I wouldn't have had a problem keeping it. I'm sure it's like delicious. Sprinkle it in your soups. No, your... not for human <laughs> consumption. Which oh. is weird because how is it for animal consumption and not for human consumption? But whatever. So I was thinking about just putting it in the middle of the sidewalk next winter and just letting the area right around it be melted and just this people just... would thank you be like oh look Chris and the thank you Chris and the great salt block <laughs> people around the neighborhood would come to pay tribute yeah <laughs> the UPS guy told Anna well it looks like you guys got a lot of salt yep <laughs> well considering considering um sort of the, the the games that I play it doesn't kind of strike me as completely out of the ordinary for an EVE Online player to get a, a, a salt brick. Oh goodness. Some, some, something something about tears. Yes. Being, being <laughs> oh we got salty thing. about it yeah and <laughs> Lucifer has officially declared war on Anna and I so <laughs> there, there are Twitter declarations and everything. I tried surrendering but he wouldn't accept my terms which is basically we're not taking your damn salt block. <laughs> He's like, no, you must accept the salt block for the war to end. No. Yeah, not happening. No. <laughs> if you're wondering where you can order a salt block on the internet for $5, it's ruralking.com. Oh, Just geez. beware that. The, $5. Yeah, but the shipping was 20 <laughs> Good grief. So there you go. Send them to all your friends. And how, sorry, how much did he send? 50 kilograms? 50 pounds. Oh, 50 yeah. pounds. What, so what is that? A lot. Yeah. 50 pounds to grams. 22 and a half kilograms. That's 20, 50 pounds converts to about 22,680 grams. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So that's uh, that's your uh, that's your Lucifer update for the week. Um, and now I think we have a voicemail. So in a literal voice, a voice email. That's what I should call it. A voice email. Let's see if I can get this going. Podcast at RPK. Where is it? Uh-ohs. Is it not on this phone? I'll entertain you while we wait. Do, 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 do. What you doing? Do, 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 do. Just hanging out with Apple Metallurgists, chatting about Apple Watch. They really get the gist of metals. Really? <laughs> Really? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? No. Yeah, Siri talks up the Apple Watch now. Good. Maybe she can tell us what it's useful for. <laughs> what you doing? I'm helping round up jellyfish for the Apple Watch. Ouch. Jellyfish? It's one of the watch faces of the jellyfish. Oh, for frick's sake. Ouch. <laughs> um, Anna, I don't seem to have that account set up on here, so... I may not be able to use that. So. Okay. Uh, let me check this this iPad. This iPad might have. Tell it. me a joke. It does. Switch over here. Don't really know 
You suck, Siri. None? She stopped doing jokes, huh? Okay. Um, okay, that, that we need to talk about later. And this one. Here we go. Voice feedback from someone, Dan. So let's play this right here on the show. Oh, good. <sighs> Hello? Hi. Open the pod bay doors. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like the dramatic pause? <laughs> I did. You want it? It'll be rather. Hello, RP Gamer. This is Dan from St. Louis. While I am not a forum member, I wanted to let you know how much I've enjoyed your podcast over the last several years, and I've always appreciated you reading my feedback and questions on the show. Um, you guys run a very friendly, inclusive site that I'm glad to lurk around the edges of. This, however, does not seem to extend to accepting packages, nay, gifts, from your friends at lucifer.com. <laughs> I cannot fathom why someone of such virtue would reject an offering of a 50-pound block of Zestria. I cannot understand why you would rebuff such generosity. For I, Dan from St. Louis, am your Zestria benefactor. Oh, you spurned my donation and insulted <laughs> Lucifer. I am the sad child weeping while my parents, RP Gamer and Lucifer, fight. Please, only you can end this war. Only you can mend the rift that divides us by accepting Zestria into your heart. Please talk to your doctor before taking Zestria. May cause heartache, heartworms, heart attacks, extreme body hair, acute nose growth, or spontaneous ear migration. <laughs> Notify your physician if you are pregnant, ambidextrous, or the legendary Zoltan. <laughs> <laughs> legendary and or Zoltan. Wonderful. <laughs> you know, that's well actually one part done. that I really, really miss about North American, like, drug adverts. Yeah. <laughs> How everything causes death. <laughs> yeah, everything. Like, oh, God. So, I like the ones that have side effects that sound worse than the disease. It's like, if you take this medicine, you might have kidney failure, uh, stomach lining perforations, and anal leakage. And I'm like, what? This does not sound appealing to take. Yeah, so as you could tell over at lucifer.com, they're having a lot of fun with the word Zestria and what they believe it means. <laughs> um, and I disagree with you, Dan, from St. Louis. Lucifer is the only one who can end this war because he started it in his head. So there you go. Uh, whoa. Is there a new Inspector Gadget coming? A uh, new movie, yeah. Oh, Claymation, it looks like. Oh, oh, Netflix is doing it. It's not a movie. Uh. I am somewhat reminded of the, uh, the, the, the magic crystal ball that I have in my EVE Online inventory. Yeah. It was a special edition. It's a little special edition item, you know, just one of those things that they give you to say thanks. And uh, uh, Magic Crystal Ball allows you to see into the future, albeit rather murkily. Warning, side effects may include speculation, jump to conclusions, over-analysis, misunderstandings, unwarranted assumptions, endless discussions, <laughs> baseless concerns, undue panic, virtual stampedes, thread noughts, premature pod ejection, and unneeded stress. Premature pod ejection. That's yep. wonderful. <laughs> Oh, Zestria. How will we live? Well, I already you? have a copy of Zestria, so I think I'm good. Oh, you've got plenty of Zestria? All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm already pretty much covered. Yeah. Are you sure? Sorry. I hear that everyone needs more Zestria in their life. We could accept uh, Dan from St. Louis's wonderful gift and forward it on to England. 
Except they think of it no, causing the international no, you're not doing incident. Because <laughs> I will return that shit to sender. <laughs> Nobody wants it. Why and, is and believe me, I will make sure you're responsible so for the shipping unlike. fees. <laughs> Poor Zestria. Poor Zestria. Oh, beautiful. All right, so that's that's the Zestria story, folks. I hope you uh, I hope you are enjoying it as much as we are. <laughs> yeah. One day, Lucifer will forget this is going on. I, that day can't come soon enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep on with the feedback. Uh, we're out of feedback. What? Sorry. You have failed me, Chris. How so? You should um you should encourage people to send more feedback. Oh, okay. If you'd like to send more feedback, there's a couple things that you can do. Podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address, which I told you about earlier. And you can, all, of course, send an audio attachment like Dan from St. Louis did with his terrible Zestria shenanigans. Thank you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is 608-729-4098 is the voicemail number that you can leave a message on if you don't want to go through all the effort that Dan did. And, of course, forums.rpgamer.com is the message boards where you can leave a message in the show thread. With that, let's jump into the news, folks. Beep, 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 beep. First off, go to our site right now. Jonathan Stringer has PAX East and PAX South 2015 impressions up, and uh, you should go read them. They're very long, so I won't be reading them here. But uh, here's the games that uh, Jonathan talks about. Final Fantasy XV, Type-Zero HD, Grim Dawn, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D, Legends of Eisenwald, and uh, Boot Hill Heroes Episode 2. Breach and Clear Deadline, Pillars of Eternity. Those are the games. Um, Pillars of Eternity is out now, so you might really want to see some stuff about that. Uh, and with that, I'm going to move on to Snowcastle Games. What's Snowcastle Games? They are a developer who had a Kickstarter that was successful for a game called Earthlock Festival of Magic. So they got a trailer for it out. You can see it on the site right here. It is a minute long, and it's planned for release on PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo, Wii U. What is Earthlock? I have no idea, but this trailer comes from GDC, and it shows people running around in a world that looks really pretty, and it has a turn-based battle system, it looks like. Okay, this looks really good. No, seriously, go watch this trailer. Earthlock Festival of Magic actually looks like that could be good. So, coming 2015, have any of you heard of Earthlock? Um, I remember the name from the Kickstarter, but I don't haven't been following. Go it. watch this trailer. It looks like it might be really good. I don't, what are you seeing, though? I, I don't even have a comprehension for what kind of game this is. Well, uh, that's why I'm directing you. Okay. No, just like what genre is it? RPG. Just turn straight based. up. Um, so, turn based RPG. Strategy or just. Uh, Final no, Fantasy style? Final JRPG? Fantasy style, looks like. Final Fantasy style. Um, okay. 3D maps that you do run around and explore. Um, then it looks like turn-based battles when you get in there. There's a garden that you can manage, it looks like. Um, the a graphics, child garden? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, the graphics look like, um, kind of like 3D animated, but yeah, so like, think, um... Oh, so World Lock, it's called? World Lock? Earth Lock. Earth Lock. What do I, I want to say the graphics are in the style of like you know a modern version of the reboot style graphics, where everything looks kind of plasticky and made from sculpted, but it's 3D animation. Um, so I go check that out. I don't know. It looks pretty. 
And I have no idea if the story's going to be any good or if the gameplay's going to be any good, but uh, it looks nice. <laughs> When's it coming out? 2015, it says. Don't know when. I got a site called earthlockgame.com. So here's their description. Earthlock is a turn-based fantasy RPG with an unforgettable team of characters who embark on a bold adventure to unlock the secrets of Umbra, a world that mysteriously stopped spinning ages ago. And of course, they've got uh, they've got the thing where you can like contribute to this game even though the Kickstarter's over. Oh, it looks like it's British because every all the donations are in pounds or euros rather. So. If the if the world stops spinning, wouldn't half the planet be dead? I guess, right? And well, it's like just dark, dead. right? But all the life would die. Uh, all the life that uses light. Yeah, that's a lot of it. Yeah, that's probably a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's all just mushrooms over there on the other side. I'm sure there's some sort of magical explanation for everything. <laughs> Magic is boring. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't know, man. So let's see. Yeah, no, check that out. That looks really interesting. I'm going to look into that more after the show. All right, so Earthlock. Go check it out. Xseed is showing off Story of Seasons. So let's see. They've got two tutorial videos up, which we posted, and shows how you can do farming in Story of Seasons, which comes out on March 31st. <laughs> or is already out, depending on where you live. Oh, really? It yeah, leaked like, early? Okay. Everybody broke the rule. So, uh, everybody broke the street date except GameStop. Uh, are you going to be picking this up, Anna? Um... Not immediately. Okay. Um, because I know that it's going to be around, and the plushie didn't appeal to me, so there wasn't really a big drive to pre-order it. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna. It's on my Christmas list. I like that way. games nowadays, especially stuff now that everything's going digital. Stuff is just around. It's around. It's true. I'll get to it when I feel like it. You know. Well, and I mean, I put Rune Factory 4 on my Christmas wish list, and that worked out really well. Like, I played it in, like, February, March when I had time for it, and I didn't feel rushed. I don't have time for it this March, so I'll get to it. Yeah, I'm glad the era of, like, the, the Rare Atlas game is over in a lot of <laughs> oh, ways. Oh, is it really, though? Sure, get it on PSN. Oh, all right. I guess it is. <laughs> Manny, people <laughs> in the chat room want to know if Siri knows what would happen if the world stopped spinning. What would happen if the world stopped spinning? Checking my sources. Okay, I found this on the web for if the world stopped spinning. Psst. Well, that's... I don't like you very much. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> I like the jackass implication in her tone. You jerk. <sighs> I should change it to British, so that way it'll sound smarter, right? It'll certainly sound snottier. Hmm. Did you mean... No, I didn't. That's not what I meant, British Google. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like fun. We should try this with ours. Hmm. Oh, well. With that, I will go on to the next story. Etrian Mystery Dungeon has a DLC. And we've got info on it. Wait, we already talked about it, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it last week. It's free for the first three weeks. All right, so sorry. It's one of those times where I pull stories around and then they show up on our site later and I gotta gotta stay more organized than I am. So I will distract you with details about Bloodborne, which is out, so I don't know how useful this story is either. Bloodborne? (laughs) Bloodborne is out! Bloodborne, who's playing Bloodborne here on the show? Anybody? No. 
No one's playing Bloodborne. The only person who'd really be interested in it is you. Me? You haven't played the previous game. You've decided not to buy this one. Alice, you're not into the Souls games? No, I've never really been into them. All right. Well, fine. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, well, with that, um... Oh, forget about it. Why am I going to tell you about it? I'm going to tell you about it because I'm thorough. The main player hub in Bloodborne is called the Hunter's Dream, which can be reached by interacting with lanterns spread throughout the Yarnum, similar to bonfires from Dark Souls 2. Here, players can spread blood echoes, the main currency of the game, think souls, to level up, repair and upgrade weapons, and buy items. Players will also collect blood gems, which can be attached to weapons in order to boost their power or add unique characteristics. Hunter's Dream additionally contains a memory altar at which players can memorize special items called Carol Runes to upgrade their character in unique ways, such as increasing inventory size or the amount of blood echoes you can collect off of enemies. Additionally, players who own an official PlayStation headset will be able to use the custom Bloodborne audio mode through the PlayStation 4 headset app. Bloodborne releases exclusively on PS4 on March 24th, as in it's out already, both here and in Europe. Well, in Europe was the 27th, but close enough. Uh, Shifty in the in the chat says Bloodborne has a pretty great twist to it that you pick up and slowly as you play. So, whatever that means. Secrets. Someone's typing. Who's typing? Is that Alice? You typing person. <laughs> oh, my, uh, am I a typing person? You're a typing person. I don't know what that means. Sorry. Um, a typing personality. All right, is that like type A? I'm gonna shut up now. All right, so Hi-yo. hey, do I like just need to go over there yes. and like constantly? Uh... How about Vita details for Trails in the Sky? Are you getting your hands on some tits, Chris? Hey, not in this house. <laughs> Game will be released on June 11, 2015. Keep it clean, Anna. Before then, a demo consisting of the prologue will be available in Japan. What's wrong with wanting some tits? Hey, Trails in the Sky. Family show. It's just yeah, we don't, right we don't condone drug use here. That's right. Uh, so these, these, all these infos are about uh, Japan. So Japan. Japan. India. Japan, China. All right. Sorry. USSR. <laughs> Street Fighter. Uh, anyway, June 11th in Japan. That doesn't really help us at all here. So I'm sorry. I'm just depressing you guys who want more Trails in the Sky stuff. Dragon Age Inquisition has a trailer for their new little paid DLC section. So we had speculated whether or not this was coming. This sort of stuff was coming for Dragon Age a few weeks ago. Apparently we were wrong because it is. Uh, paid DLC, it's 15 bucks or 12 pounds or 15 euros. Uh, it's coming out on... Oh, it's out. It's out now. They've got a trailer for it. You can watch it on our site. So how does this work? Uh, the DLC has a new area called the Frostback Basin. And your Inquisitor will answer a request from an Orlesian professor. The professor is looking into the last known whereabouts of the previous Inquisitor from eight centuries prior who hunted a certain dragon. I bet you got to fight that dragon. The DLC features further interaction with the Avar tribe, a new region consisting of forests and mountainous terrain, and new weapons and armors for your $15. 
<laughs> so let's see. Does that feel expensive? Yeah. Okay. Feels like a freaking mini expansion, but I bet you it isn't as much content as that. Xenoblade 3DS footage up on our site. If you're super crazy into Xenoblade 3DS, go check out the video we've got up there now if you want to see how it plays on the 3DS. All right, we got a Kickstarter check-in for Dungeons of Aladorn. 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 It's a Kickstarter. So Dungeons of Aladorn. So here... This is an old-school hardcore RPG, they claim. Uh, it looks like it is first-person exploration, and of course that means the screenshot they give is third-person, so whatever that means. They've got a pre-alpha technical demo you can download. Maybe you can figure out if it's third-person or first-person, because I don't really know right now. <laughs> it looks like a tactical combat system, CRPG. It looks, yeah, it's got that computer RPG, Western RPG look to it. Um, looking a bit not fully polished yet. Um, but that's okay because it's not done being developed yet. So, as we usually cover with Kickstarters, let us look at the entry-level backer. One dollar or more. The tier is called Orc, and you get our heartfelt thank you. Let's see. The earliest you can get a copy of the game um, was a $9 tier that is all sold out. So now you would have to pay 15 bucks to get a digital copy of Dungeons of Eldorn. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And at the top line, or the top level, one of one is left. <laughs> the Cosmic Ruler tier costs you $10,000. You get everything that's, that they offer, but you also get one-of-a-kind slipcase for your boxed copies of Dungeons of Eldorn. How special is this slipcase? It's made of hand-carved wood and features the Dungeons of Eldorn logo in 24-karat gold. Yes, you th read that right. In real 24-karat gold. We'll only make one copy of this slipcase, case and it's all yours you'll also receive a diamond ring yes with a real diamond that will be created to look like a ring from dungeons of eldorn it will include a certificate stating the diamonds four c's color clarity cut and carrot weight and yes this is the only ring that we'll make on top of that international sh shipping for your physical rewards is on us <laughs> uh, i should hope so <laughs> uh <laughs> What is this travel lodging stuff? So hold on. Uh, oh, right. Because you're also getting included in that a trip to be motion captured in their studio and stuff like that. So you do get to visit the studio and all that with that. Um, yeah. So $10,000, you get a slipcase and a ring. I yeah. hear if you like it, you should put a ring on it. Well, that, yeah. Like, so there you go. $10,000. Dungeons of Eldorn. No one's picked up on that one, but someone did buy the $7,000 tier, which has everything except um, the ring and the slipcase, because they figured probably not worth that extra $3,000. And I don't blame them. Uh, let's see. And we covered that. Uh, more Story of Seasons tutorials on our site. And all right, here we go. Tokyo Xanadu. What's Tokyo Xanadu? Well, here's some details. This is a Nihon Falcon game. Think the people who make trails in the sky. So here we go. For Tokyo Xanadu, we have some new details. The game's backstory includes a 7.5 magnitude earthquake that hit Tokyo, causing damage to both the city and various other places. The game takes place in Morimiya City, which is a fictional town on the outskirts of Tokyo. Uh, they've got uh, a character they talk about that they're introducing called Sora Ikushima. 
Sora is 15 years old and a high-talented member of her school's karate club. Karate. Karate. And blah, 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 blah. Story details. All right. So more about the gameplay. It's an action-based battle system. Players are able to unleash normal attack combos through time presses of the circle button, with each of the three characters having different pacings and range to their attacks. They are complemented by rapid-range shooting skills, activated by quickly pressing the square button, jumping dash skills activated by pressing the square button after jumping, and high-power skills that are activated by holding down the square button instead of simply pressing it. It is a PS Vita game. It'll be coming out in Japan later in 2015. Tokyo Xanadu. Those are your details. Alice, are you going to import this? Sorry, my mute button went. Um, <clears throat> probably not. Oh. Okay. Well, if you don't want to, I guess you don't have to. Do you have a Japanese Vita? I forget. Oh, wait, that's right. Do you have a Vita that you've dedicated to running Japanese games, I guess? Uh, no, not yet. I haven't. Okay. Uh, when you don't have to buy like a separate memory stick and you have to format the damn thing that's constantly. That's right. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I you just want to get one and de- dedicate it to it so you don't have to keep reformatting it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cran Chronicles this is a game that I like kickstarted forever ago that I've been playing. It's now on Steam. So it's, it's what, $4 on Steam. Totally worth it. It's a fun little roguelike, drawn all crayon like. Um, I like the music. I like the gameplay. If you want a little roguelike thing that doesn't cost you much, go check it out. And it's on Steam now. So there you go. Damascus Gear. What is Damascus Gear? It's an Arc System Works game. Yes, that's the people who make Blazblue. It's a mecha action RPG, which means Alice must be pre-ordered this already, right? No, not really. Okay, this mecha action RPG from the Blazblue folks, a cross-section of things I know you're interested in. Yes. Damascus Gear Operation Tokyo is now available in North America on Vita. Oh, right. Which is annoying, because I've already just recently put a uh, PlayAsia order down for something else. You should be... I must must have not seen it. It's download only, I bet. Uh, probably, yeah. So it's only fifteen bucks. It's downloaded from PSN. So I don't know. You must be waiting for it to come out <sighs> in Europe. Well, I might as well now. I mean, I have kind of taken to buying uh, download games on Vita. I find it quite useful. Yeah, no, it's nice. Uh, it's set in the year 20, 2097, 47 years after the Fourth World War. This war was fought using bipedal mechanized units called gear. However, these units simultaneously went berserk, wiping out 80% of humanity in under two weeks and forcing its remnants underground. Oh, that sounds like an anime. Players form part yeah, of a group. Sound like one. Yeah, players form part of a group using new gear units to try and take back the surface from the berserk forces now known as rage, because they just jumble up the the letters of gear to make rage. They're collecting weapons and armor from failed rage to improve their own gear. A European release is set to follow, although the date is not yet available. Some more details about the game, which is PlayStation TV compatible, can be found on its website. Here you go. DamascusGear.net slash Tokyo dash Shisen slash ENG. And it, man, if you go there, it starts playing really loud music. What kind of game is this actually? Are we thinking more Armored Core or Front Mission? Uh, let's see. I got a little video on our site, so let me load this up and take a look. Uh, da, 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 Please da, da. no autoplay. Huh? Please no autoplay. No, there's no audio. Um, let's see. It looks more like an action game. So it doesn't so look front mission. Yeah. 
So you're running around and hitting things and damage numbers appear on them. Um, it's not like crazy action where it looks like you have to worry about a bunch of stylish combos or anything, but you do get to spend a lot of time customizing your, your gear and uh, leveling it up and then shooting things with your guns and stuff. So, um, eh, Well, it sounds like the kind of thing I'd probably get kick out of. It seems closer to like Diablo with Mecha from hmm. what I can tell, which All seems right. fine. It is button mashing, so... I always have to ask now because at this point an RPG can be anything. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, Alex is not here today, but he's playing it, so maybe we'll get some oh, really? impressions oh. on from him. Well, hang um, on, if he's playing it, do you get what a review code or something? Must have. I don't know. Alex might have a Vita that he's dedicated to US for a long. Oh time. yeah, that's true. Or a PlayStation TV that he's dedicated to US or something like that. I don't think we have PlayStation TVs in this country. Oh yeah. really? Okay, I don't know how he's playing no, it. Wait, know. I think you do because they just dropped in price. Yep. I saw the news story the other day. I, okay. Yeah, one of my clients released a game and we couldn't figure out why it wasn't PlayStation TV compatible in Europe, and then we did. And then you did. What? And the answer was Sony? No, the answer was complicated. Oh, okay. Wow, for once it's not Sony's fault. Yay! <laughs> Makes me yeah, happy. like they're really cheap now. You can get like a Vita TV for like, was it sixty nine pounds? Something like that. So like a hundred dollars. That's the same price as they are here. Yeah, but it used to be a hundred pounds. I bet. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome yeah, to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Europe, Anna. Or is it fifty nine? I know it's cheaper though. Like okay. they dropped it like by twenty or thirty bucks. I don't know. I'm kind of. Mm, I want to check on that game now. Oh, but I have no time. The Vita games are starting to pile up on me that I have been smart to not pre-order or order or anything because I just don't have time for them. This is one of them, or Ashika is one of them, and I'm sure there are others that I'm forgetting about. So good time to be a Vita owner, it seems. So too bad I'm also a 3DS owner, and I'm backed up on there as well. (laughs) You need, like, the gaming equivalent of colon blow. You need to get a portable system, quote-unquote need. Need? Why do I need to get a portable system? We covered this two weeks ago. I love this conversation because you always say you should and you need. I'm like, really? I let, do the, I really? I let the viewers do it last time, and you didn't listen to them, so I'm not bothering. No, you actually, anymore. I enjoyed the conversation a lot. Yeah, well, you didn't do anything what? about it. What? They didn't win you over. But honestly, I, I wasn't even looking to be won over. Yeah. People keep on saying you should, and I wanted to hear the arguments why I should. And I thought they were enjoyable, and I had a lot of fun listening to how people use these machines, and it just gave me a lot of insight into like other people's gaming habits, and I thought it was fascinating. You should play Monster Hunter 4 so I can play with you. <laughs> oh, wait, what's up with you and, uh, what's his name, Wheels? Wheels, Is he not... yeah, we've been playing. Are you playing with Wheels still? Yeah. yeah how are you guys he, doing together? He, well, um, we played two nights ago. Right, right. And it didn't go so well. <laughs> <gasps> Do tell. Well, he kept getting stomped by the monsters we were fighting. Because right now my equipment... So he started a new character to, in the U.S. version of the game. And it's not anywhere near as high level as his Japanese character is. So he's uh, been leveling it up and his armor is not so good. So we're at the point where we have to fight these monsters that are one-shotting him. And they're definitely not one-shotting me. So he was kind of holding us back. So he needed to go work on his armor. And I think we're going to play again like tonight or tomorrow and things will be a lot better. But uh, right. yeah, but you're sticking with it, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I gotta, I gotta keep going. Almost up to HR five. I'm, I'm through my little my wall, 
but which was keeping me from progressing um, because I just I sat down and I ground up a new armor set and it's like, ah, I can take a hit now. I'm back in the game. And so now I just need to put some time into it. And unfortunately, and we still blame Alice for this, uh, Final Fantasy XI has been distracting us. So I, I, think mm, I blame mm, Alice. Mm, mm, I blame mm. Alice. Yep. Cool, cool. It's I've, Alice's uh, fault. On the handheld front, I've been playing FTL on iPad, the advanced edition. Yeah. That game is a lot of fun. Isn't now, that's it, a good way to use like... Yeah. Game's great. I don't know if you guys have played any the advanced edition content, but it really does add a lot to... It, it makes... An experience that you thought you were filming with a lot fresher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have it on my iPad, and I just haven't broken into it yet. I played some advanced edition stuff on the PC, and um, for some reason, I have no copy of my save file anywhere, so I have to sit down and start unlocking ships again, and I just haven't gotten around <laughs> to doing that. You know, the funny thing, though, is that, th- that in a lot of games, that would bug me here because it's a roguelike anyway. Yeah, I guess you're I don't right. Care, I don't yeah. care as much. <laughs> But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's the entire new sea class of ships, like the sea layouts that I'm trying out. The, there's the new Lanius aliens that are a lot of fun and are completely different. Uh, a lot of new text dialogue, new options, a lot of streamlined, a, a lot of the mechanics. So yeah, I'm having fun and it works. I think the thing I enjoy most about it on iPad is that I feel like I'm uh, I'm Chief O'Brien because I'm, I'm doing a lot of sliding my finger up and down to power systems. <laughs> Let me Energize. power these systems. Let's have this person do this obviously automatable process. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's like legitimately fun. Yeah, it's weird though. I mean, I guess when I think about when I have a few minutes to play a game, I think I want to play something like FTL or I don't know. You are the or papers, you are the, please. Even you are the reason uh, Square and Sony are just focusing. Square and Sega are just focusing on mobile games now. I, unfortunately, they're not making good mobile games, though. Well, that's a whole other issue, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys talk about that last week, Nintendo DNA? Uh, no, I don't really understand the story there. Uh, you got any questions? I, I pretty think I yeah, got What like is a- the story there? Okay, so for years, uh, Nintendo shareholders have been saying, why aren't you making mobile games? You could be making a killing. I, I think largely because they see games like Puzzle and Dragon in Japan, which makes like a million dollars a day. Right. And 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 their shareholders are like, why aren't, why aren't we getting a taste of that? We're not even saying you need to quit the other business. We want a taste. So, you know, like a couple of years ago, uh, Iwata is like, never going to happen. No way. Hell, no way. I mean, Nintendo would have to be in dire strait or something like that. And now he's saying, well, uh. I think things have changed a little bit. Uh, We're more in dire straits now. (laughs) Without saying that, though. So DNA, I think, is like the biggest – one of the biggest companies in terms of mobile gaming in Japan. Uh, I think they own the Mobage platform. Oh, oh, excuse me. Mobage. Mobage. Well, that's weird because DNA is not a Japanese pronunciation. So it would be Dana. No, I think they go DNA. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, oh, sorry. That just came out of nowhere. All right, go ahead. Um, so what they're doing is they partner with DNA, mm-hmm. and I think they've both – to prove how serious they are, they've both bought up into each each other's company. They bought up a little bit of stock of each, and uh, they've agreed. So D, what DNA is going to do is they're going to take – they have full access to all of Nintendo's IPs. They're not going to port any games over, but they can bring any IP back. Any They're not they're – not, they're not afraid to bring over Mario and Animal Crossing and adapting it as an original title on 
iOS and Android. Great. And they're not saying at this point whether it's going to be free to play or premium or some kind of hybrid. Here's I think at the this problem. Point, they're open to everything. There's a big problem here. Yes. This does not include Game Freak and Pokemon. It does not. And that's what we need on the mobile. <laughs> it's like, come on, get your big mobile franchise out there. Come on. I guess Nintendo doesn't technically own that, huh? I think I thought I always thought Game Freak was a subsidiary. Oh, is it? Well, they need to get that on there. So, um, who knows what this means for the future? I mean, it could just be like Mario Party or a free to play like like Simpsons tapped out, but with like the Mushroom Kingdom. At this oh, point, we have no idea goodness. what those games could be. Uh, other than they finally agreed to start making games for these platforms. Yeah, and for and all guess, we know, they could just be like the Forza Horizon, Fast and Furious, where they're just like tiny demos or tiny little experiences that make you want to play the real game on their new platform that's going to be coming out soon. What is this new platform that's coming out soon? I think they just needed to say that, no, 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 we're not abandoning console development. We're working on a new thing, codenamed the NX. We'll say something about it in 2016, <laughs> but we haven't abandoned console development. Whatever that means. Or, wait, dedicated game platform development. Okay. So why don't... So what do you think? Do they need to put out, like, a, a, a modern console, like, this year or next year? I think what everyone's saying, and what everyone... I think everyone's... Who knows? Maybe we're just all reading tea leaves incorrectly. But what everyone's saying is what they need to do is combine the 3DS and the Wii U. What does that mean? A super high-powerful portable handheld, and then it'll succeed like the Vita? More like, more like, where the Wii U failed is that the brains were, was on a box next to the TV, and then the, the the thing in your hand was dumb, as opposed to having the thing in your hand be smart, and then having something on your TV that you can sort of sort of like a hub or a, or like an Apple TV type device or Amazon Fire TV, and it talks to each other, and then you get the same games you're playing on your 3DS, but bigger in like a HD on your on your. But TV. that that won't work because of battery power. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you can't do high quality graphics on the portable because of battery power, and you anything you spit out to the TV, if it's actually scaled down to the point where it runs on a mobile chipset, is not going to look um, anywhere near as impressive compared to modern consoles. I think mobile chipsets are getting a lot better than you think, especially when it yeah, but they still big. don't compare to a PS4. No, but they're still making most of their money on the 3DS and not the Wii U. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like this is all hypo. This is, people who knows. Like for all we know, when it connects to the when you hook it up to your base station at home, it could have its own GPU in there that's much more powerful. Okay. I mean, this is just the talk that people are saying that, that they need to somehow combine their real business, which is the which is the 3ds business, and and make a better example of that or tie that better into the home, and have everything talk with each other. I mean, part of the DNA deal. Is that there's going to be a new Nintendo online platform that is completely cross-platform. I mean, sort of like this mobile game network, I guess with your achievements or whatever, your friends lists and all that stuff. It's going to work on iOS, Android, PC, Nintendo platform. I just think they could literally poop out a home console platform that's as easy to develop as the Wii U is, assuming that's actually true, and Mm -hmm. just has better graphics capability than the PS4. And then they'd and be then, back in it, and they're done. To what end? To what end? To what end? To getting the third parties back. <laughs> ha! 
And remember, all they have to do is copy-paste their games on their platform. So as soon as the platform exists, all those games come out for their platform too. And then you've got the Nintendo games on top of it, and now people have a first-party like appealing system. I mean, the Wii U had the most interesting I, I, exclusive last year that actually also has the third parties. You're right back in it. I I heard the same argument when the, before the GameCube came out and yeah. before the N64 came out. I mean, Nintendo traditionally does not foster good third-party game relations. And they've been trying really hard with the Wii U, and now they just they're losing because the graphics aren't there. So if they actually put the damn graphics there, I don't think they'd have a problem. I, 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 I don't know, but... The graphics were there in the GameCube era. What happened then? That's a they did not do well then. <laughs> I mean, but we have to. I mean, I I don't necessarily. I'm just not like it's not that I don't disagree with you, Chris. It's that mm-hmm. Nintendo's corporate culture that's Stinks. not their that's yeah. not their culture. No, it's not. I, I mean, it, and it's not like we can say, oh, it's a new Apple. This is Tim Cook's Apple. This it's still yeah. <laughs> it's still Iwata's Nintendo. Yeah. So. But then again, maybe the fact that they are willing to make mobile games now shows you that they actually have changed a little bit. And no. the fact that they're making this cross-platform like Club Nintendo thing that's going to bring all your stuff everywhere. Yeah, when's that happening? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, that's I didn't though. hear that announcement, so but that's, what's Isn't this? that Nintendo in a nutshell right now? They talk big and they don't deliver? Yeah. Like the like even the, the remember the quality of life program that was supposed to be a bunch of health and fitness stuff. They realized that people really loved Wii Fit and like Wii Tennis and all their their health and fitness stuff. So they said we can break that out so people don't have to buy a Wii U to get our brand of fitness. Yeah. And what what, what happened with that? I don't know. They that would have been announced. a great side business. What Isn't that, that still time? happening? Who knows? They just haven't point. announced anything. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about Nintendo at this point because yeah. they. they they say these big things, and then what happens to it? Uh, I don't know, but then again, look at Sony. They, they're they the king of saying big things and letting stuff die by the wayside. It's like almost a running joke. What's what's going to be the thing at this year's E3 that we hear about once, and then it disappears? Last Guardian. Oh, I, I mean, I'm not even like games. I mean, just platform. Remember, move, move, move. Every game PlayStation first party title has move in it. Oh, move's not working. Everything is 3D. What 3D is not working? Everything has Vita. You can use it as a rear view mirror. Oh wait, that's not working. Um. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, what about Smart Class? Where's that at? Uh... <laughs> Chris Roberts' oh. wet dreams. Hey, Anna, I got a story for you here. Yeah. No, it's about Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker. Record Breaker. So they've got a trailer out for Devil Survivor 2 Record Breaker now, Anna. Uh-huh. Um, and it highlights the game's fate system, which allows the player to build relationships with characters. So apparently it makes the characters more powerful in battle and can even have an impact on the story. Yes. So this is how you get the various endings. Oh, okay. Is that not in the first one? Yes. It is in the first one. Yes. So they're just showing off the features from the first one again, this time on the 3DS. Yes. If I haven't seen it, it's new to me. Uh. And that's the thing is, I think you have to remember that not everybody played this originally. Atlas's fan base has grown exponentially. I was just saying, Anna's Anna's not an American, so she didn't get that reference. (laughs) But Chris got it. What did you say? If, it, if I haven't seen it, it's new to me. No, I, I don't know that one. Oh, you don't remember those NBCs? Like, mo- 
when when they would go into syndication for like long stretches of time, like four or five months at a time because of summer, they would have their their advert NBC's advertising campaign would be, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. I don't remember that. That sounds like so a like, terrible campaign. <laughs> so so they would show like old episodes of Friends and Frasier and be like, hey, if you haven't seen it, it's new to you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? That was like a big no. thing in the 90s. Nope. In the late 90s. No. That's great. <laughs> All right. So never mind. No one got that joke. That's okay. No, but it, it, there's there's a truth to it though. I mean, Alice's uh, audience has gotten bigger. Digital distribution means they potentially can reach a much wider audience without having to publish as many copies. So I get it. Mm. And someone's still <sighs> clicking away there. Click, click. Oh, All right, that was no. me. Ah, I will Alice. say this though, though. I will say that I'm getting sick of remasters. I'm sorry. You're How sorry? about I give you a? Oh, I don't even know how. To Are you going to remaster this. God of War? No, I'm Batman. not going to remaster anything. Here's a completely new title called Omega Quintet, and it's from Idea Factory. <laughs> it's been announced for a while, but uh, they've got uh, they've got an initial they've got a video up called a. Pro- <laughs> it's from their promotional video system. You're managing a band. And your band, you can make videos for your band. And, of course, they can also fight monsters because that makes sense. And I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's a pop idol group. Um, it is going to be out. <laughs> so we've got a video clip of the promotional video that you can make for your band in the game. Um, so I, this game is like part RPG killing monsters and part uh, idol J-pop management sim. So go figure that one out. Um, we got screenshots for it. We got that video and here's the details. Uh, Omega Quintet puts you in the role of tact who pulls double duty as a pop idol groups manager and a bodyguard. And this idol group is comprised of verse maidens who alone can fend off the force known as the Blair. Uh, Omega Quintet is due to be released physically and digitally in North America on April 28th. And the European release is set for May 1st. Physically and May 6th digitally. And um, just to give you guys a heads up, you'll be seeing a lot of ads for this on our site soon. (laughs) So, uh, let's see. Whatever, man, if it pays the bills. Yes. It pays the bills. It's paying the bills and then some. So you're going (gasps) to see a lot of ads for this on our site soon. (laughs) RP Gamer staff soon to grow as they expand and invest in new talent. Um, uh. <laughs> we're going to start with just paying the bills and then we'll worry about the talent stuff later after we have a steady income stream of any sort. <laughs> but yes, RP gamer looking for profitability in the year 2040. Yes. So, uh, yeah, we just landed a good ad deal with them. So, uh, full disclosure, <laughs> uh, mystery Chronicle from spike Tunesoft, uh, mystery dungeon, excuse me. It's got a new title coming out for that series. Mystery dungeon called mystery Chronicle. So let me say that again in a way that isn't confusing. <laughs> so the next game in Spike Chunsoft Mystery Dungeon series is called Mystery Chronicle. It's a it's a reimagining of Smoking Wolf's PC game One Way Heroes. Yeah, I don't I don't understand this stuff. So um One Way Heroes was a game that you have to play from left to right on PC. It's um it's on Steam right now, but now they're going to make it like a mystery dungeon. So uh the basically the the one-way heroes thing, it the game forcibly scrolls from left to right, and if you get caught in the, you know, 
the end on the left, you, you die. So that's not good. So this is going to be a randomly generated mystery dungeon game with the four scrolling. And <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but that sounds interesting. So those things are coming together in, in a game. We've got some screenshots of it, but they're not very illuminating on how the game works, other than it looks like one-way heroics or one-way heroes. Um, so go check that out. See if you can uh, uh, understand what's going to happen. So, And if you want to pick up one-way heroics, that's on Steam. It's really cheap. So, Pillars of Eternity is out! They've dropped the mic and released a game. Pillars of Eternity, this is being made by Obsidian. They're trying to make an old-school successor to Baldur's Gate um, from a lot of folks who were involved with those games back in the day. Uh, It's out on PC, Mac, and Linux. It was kickstarted. They got a lot of money, and they've got uh, three different editions you can buy. The game, the game plus some some digital downloads of an almanac and high-resolution stuff. Is there one with Kale, Anna? What's going on there? <laughs> no, just trolling you. Okay. And then the final edition, which has like additional stuff, more books and stories and stuff. But, so it's 45. Um, what is it? Yeah, it's 45, 60, and like 90 are the three tiers. Um, it seems really overpriced for the bonuses you get for that $90 edition, especially since they're all like little digital downloads that you'd be used to getting for free on GOG. So I don't know what's up with that. Um my comment is Pillar of Eternity looks good. It looks just like a new, you know, Baldur's Gate game should look. Uh, you know, upgraded graphics, but the same overhead strategic management. I have no idea what rule set they're using. Since they're on. Yeah, but I don't know if it, how it's designed or if it's any good or anything. Um, so they're not. this is not based off D&D rules. Um, but what I don't know is how long it's going to take for this thing to go on sale on Steam. Because that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, uh, it's like has like a 90... 90- Three or ninety-two on Metacritic right now. Wow, I'm surprised there's that many reviews out for it since it's probably really long. If it if it's really like a Baldur's Gate, so oh they they, they have they gave people access early on. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I guess they did. So we uh, got. Let me see. What's the current? I'll check. Are you got a release a trailer? You check? I do. Let me find out. So, I'm only on mobile right now, so I can't check. Do you like Metacritic or game rankings more? Uh, I forget game rankings even exists, to be honest with you. Okay, so not bad. 4.5 out of 5. Metacritic. Let's see. Yeah, Metacritic is 92. Yeah, eight, uh, 20 critics. That's not bad. That's pretty good. And, and uh, same on Meta- on game rankings. It's so I guess see who you like and read their opinion. Well, yeah. Well, here you go. Action Trip, 9.3. IGN, 9. Destructoid, 8.5. Game Revolution, 4.5 out of 5. PC Games N, 10 out of 10. The Escapist, 5 out of 5. PC Gamer, 92 out of 100. Game Watcher, 9 out of 10. Den of Geek, 4.5 out of 5. Um, I wish I had time for a game like this right now, so I might not actually wait to the Steam sale. I might get this sooner. Um, so you're sold actually hearing that it's pretty high quality. Yeah. No, I had my eye on this one. This is one that I pulled out of backing because I saw that it was going to meet its goal in one day. And I said, I don't need to fund every game I'm interested in on Kickstarter. Wait, Chris, does that mean you don't have a pebble time? That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. Um, And so I decided not to fund this game. And um, so I'll have to pay a little bit more for it now. But uh, I'm glad it turned out well because I've been watching it and hoping it turned out well. So. Yay! So it I have of eternity. I have a sad news story. What's that? Um, 
You know that Legend of Zelda game that's coming out for Wii U? Yeah. No. It's not coming out this year. <gasps> oh, they lied to us. Yeah, they just announced it like yesterday. They said it was coming this year. Yeah. And it gets worse. How? Not going to be at E3. What? Yeah. Wow. How do they go from it's coming out this year to it won't even be at E3? I don't know. They put you know, a, I could, they put I'll up a right message now. from um, the Zelda guy. Aonoma? Uh, yes, yes. And it was like, it was really subtle. It was on like the official Zelda Facebook page. It was an embedded video and was like, sorry guys, it's not coming out this year. And a bunch of story, a bunch of websites reported on it. And I guess a couple of them followed up with Nintendo. And it was like, is it even going to be at E3? And it was like, shake the eight ball. It's like, results not likely. Shake the eight ball. That's what Nintendo said? Future is not looking good. I mean, they gave sort of lukewarm variable quotes to a bunch of places. Wow. Okay. So. Um, the reason why, though, I think you're making your first big AAA open world game is a lot harder than you think it's going to be. Yep. Yeah, which is why I didn't understand how they could have even promised it for this year to begin with. Yeah, you don't make a, you don't say when it's going to come out until you're like three months out, <laughs> six or three months out with a game like that. Especially if it's your first one for your flagship franchise. Well, that's what I'm worried about, Manny, that they, they, they sat down, look at what they had, and decided to scrap a bunch of it. We'll see. So, Sorry, I cut into your news flow. That's no, that's fine. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Sad face. All right, E6 and Akiba Strip are coming to PC thanks to Exceed. Um, so Exceed will be bringing out both of those titles. E6 is previously only available on PS2 and PSP. Uh, it's a, it's a, the PSP version was awful, says Anna. <laughs> I think that's why we didn't get it here. Uh, so the PC version is going to have high-resolution graphics and controller support, widescreen support, and the ability to warp between checkpoints, and a new catastrophe mode, which lets you store up, um, yeah, prevents the storing of purchasing, what the hell? Yeah, prevents the storing or purchasing of health items, instead forcing them to be used immediately when picked up. I'm not going to play on that mode. Akiba Strip is the beat-em-up where you have to find synth synth vampires and strip off their clothing so they can disintegrate in the light of the sun. Um, yeah. And so that's going to come out on PC, and that's all I want to say about that one. <laughs> all right. The Fafner Knight. What is the Fafner Knight? That is Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold. So they what they've announced is what the launch edition is going to contain. So if you pre-order or buy first-run copies of Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold, the Fafner Knight, you will get... The game, so that's always good. Um, oh, Wheel says the PSP version of uh, E6 was bad because of the load times. So, just thank you. All right, so back to Etrian Odyssey 2 Untold. You get a collectible box with that game. You get an official staff book, 22 pages of art, plus character intros and backstories, and uh, QR codes for Grimoire Stones. I don't know what that means. And a rough sketched soundtrack CD. Early versions of the game's music tracks by composer Yuzo Koshira. I'm wondering if those QR codes are like... I remember in Etrian Odyssey 4, you could scan in QR codes to unlock quests to get like bonus items. We Some... have an official one for RP Gamer. We should ask for another one. Yeah, we should ask for another RP Gamer one. That's going to do. All right. 
Uh, as of course you remember, Etrian Odyssey Untold 2 is a remake of Etrian Odyssey 2 with like more story and cutscenes and stuff like that. So, so there you go. Bonuses if you order it early. X Squad. Yes. Operation Abyss, New Tokyo Legacy. If you remember that game, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't remember who's putting that out, but, uh, it's a successor to Demon Gaze. So that's the game Phil's been playing. First person dungeon crawler. Um, Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy has got a uh, quick initiation for new recruits, recruits to the game's X Squad, which is uh, fully named the Zion Transhuman Squad. So I guess that's the, the squad that you play in that game. Uh, we got a video that shows the initiation, so you can file through and see what's going on in that. Game's coming out in, from NIS America for PS Vita on June 9, 2015 in North America and June 5th in Europe. We got more Bravely Second info up on the site. You can go check it out. We got a bunch of pictures for it. Um, and two more jobs that have been announced. The Wizard and the Chariot. The Wizard uh, has new type of magic and the special ability Addendum, which lets spell effects be changed by adding words onto the end of them. Uh, and it's got an asterisk holder named Ayame. Uh, the Chariot job uses physical attacks, uh, which comes with three special abilities. Warmonger lets you be more proficient with a type of weapon with each normal attack. Disorder allows weapons to be thrown at enemies, and Triple Blade allows a maximum of three weapons to be equipped instead of just two. I wonder if that's going to be like the One Piece guide who wields a sword in his mouth. I hope so. Um, the uh, the Chariot's holder is a centaur named Kukuchulane. So, whatever's up with that. And who loyally serves Ayame. So... Uh, let's see, there's a new minigame called Chomper Maker. The minigame sees the party making chomper plushies out of cloth, which each member assigned a different role in the manufacturing process. Making chomper packs rewards players with money and other bonuses, and with other aspects such as tools and rare chomper ber- versions coming into play as well. The game is also said to feature a special chomper village. So, figure that out. Uh, let's see. Etrian Odyssey. No, not Etrian Odyssey. Bravely Second. So I'm just looking through some of these screenshots here. Yeah, those chompers are very small and weird. Yeah, you can see them all like painting them in order and stuff. This is really weird. <laughs> all right. So there's uh, Entry Not uh, excuse, Bravely Second info for you. Oh, Toki Den Kiwami, the Monster Hunter clone that's having its little re release come out. Well, out now. It's out in Europe. And it's out very soon, if not already. Yeah, probably a couple days here in the U.S. Uh, PS4 and Vita, if you remember. Um, and they uh, put out a new launch trailer, which we've got up on the site. So if you're excited for that game, go check out the trailer. And that's all there is to say about that one. Um, we talked... Oh, Omega Quintent. We talked about earlier the idle game. It turns out there's a limited edition that's been announced. And so we have details on that. I'm sorry I didn't get it earlier. So coming back to Omega Quintent for a second... Uh, which you can order from Iffy, which is Idea Factory. It's their online store. Iffy, Idea Factory. Yeah, yeah whatever. They've got, <laughs> they've got. Uh, it's available for order on the store. Here's what you get: Omega Quintet. So you get the game. That's always good. You get a Symphony of Art art book. You get Symphony of the Verse Maiden soundtrack CD. You get the Omega Quintet autograph book. You get idle pins. You get a collector's box and a reversible cover sleeve. So kind of standard uh, collectors set for this sort of game i think um 75 bucks for the collector's edition regular edition is let's see if i've got that um omega quintet regular where's the regular omega 
they might not have the regular for sale in the store. <laughs> they do not. They only have the limited edition available on the store. All right. So I guess get the regular edition from the normal retailer. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a pre-order thing. Because the game's not out till like, April 28th, right? So this uh, this is a pre-order for the just the limited edition. I guess you can pre-order the regular edition later. That, I guess it kind of makes sense. They want to funnel all the interested pre-orders into the more expensive edition. Get that sold out first. Uh, let's see what we got here. Ah, Nippon Ichi has some announcements about games for the coming year. They are only going to be putting out PS4 and Vita games. So most of the console games are working on at the moment. This is according to Nikawa, who's the Nipponichi president in Japan. He says uh, most of the games they're working on are exclusive for PS4. And the PS3 lineups, mainly those that have already been decided to be released overseas. Um, let's see. New titles are only on PS4 and PS Vita. So they're done with the PS3 is the important thing there. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh See, I believe that it's because nobody's doing it. Now is the most valuable time to put efforts in the PS4. Apparently, they're feeling that other people have not been cutting off the PS3 for development. So, I don't know if that's true. Do you think that's true? Anybody think that's true? I think everyone's moving on to PS4 only now. And Xbox One, of course. Um, Is he speaking about Japan? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Uh, so whatever he's like, yeah, we're gonna. It's it basically means us developers must show some vigor and create this market, meaning like a PS4 market. And it might be easier. Oh, that's right. The PS4 has hasn't caught on as big in Japan, has it? Isn't that, yeah? Now that's that I like think a about thing. it, yeah. No one's buying home consoles anymore in Japan. Yeah, so they're like worried about leaving the PS3 behind because they don't have the install base over there that they have over here. It's funny, like. Yeah, like like that era where everyone was on the bus playing the latest DS game. It's kind of over. Everyone's playing the latest iOS game. Well, they might still be playing 3DS games. That's not really... Uh, I mean, just like the mass, like everybody. Like the way everyone had a Wii. Yeah. I think that... So that's over too, you think? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, No, don't get me wrong. I'm saying the 3DS DS and Vita are still very popular in Japan. I just don't think they had... When you make it a million dollars a day... And it's like there's several of those kind of iOS games in Japan that are making that kind of money. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people on that train just hanging out on their smartphone. Hmm. You're probably right. Oh, well. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's some news. Uh, if you like Pokemon music, there is a symphony tour in the U.S. So here you go. Um, if what cities? You- uh, it, right now, you can go and order tickets uh, right now. That's uh, They're up for sale today. Um, here we go. Uh, there's like there's a bunch of them, so here we go. Baltimore, this is in order of them occurring, not in order of the locations or anything. Baltimore, Maryland, New York, New York, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Buffalo, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Anna and I need to go check that one out. Um, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, San Diego, California, Los Angeles, California. San Jose, California, Vienna, Virginia, Vancouver, British Columbia, up in Canada, two dates in Houston, Texas, Holmdel, New Jersey, Boston, Massachusetts, Toronto, Ontario, Montreal, Quebec, Detroit, Michigan, Indianapolis, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, Mexico City, Mexico, Monterey in Mexico, Sydney in Australia, two dates there, then Clearwater, Florida, Orlando, Florida, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hopefully found something that's 
in your area if you're into yeah, this. Yeah, that's a lot more extensive than I thought it was going to be. Huh? Why not? Well, we could go to the Chicago one. Uh, that's on the Saturday after E3. The 19th we can't go to because we're flying back that day. Though we could technically pull it off because we're flying back into Milwaukee, Anna. Uh, Do you want to go to a concert that night after flying no. in? And we can stay in Milwaukee overnight? No. You don't, have to, you don't have to drive anywhere? You just go and sleep after the concert? No. Do you think you guys might fall asleep during the concert? Yeah. I don't. They play like the in music? All we will have done that day is fly home. So I don't know what she's worried about. It's an expensive symphony. How much? Well, let's see. Um, best available. Oh, that's a VIP offer. Let's ignore the VIP. So prices are anywhere. Okay, after fees and taxes, $47 up to $95. So that's okay, I guess. Official platinum seats. What are these? Platinum seats. $350, $350 seats. Those are expensive. <laughs> What's platinum about them? Learn more about our official platinum seats. They're premium tickets to concerts made available. They're not available for everything. It doesn't say anything. They're just... Okay. What's special about them? Wow. That doesn't explain anything. (laughs) Uh, I wish they would explain what that means, but they didn't. So let's see. Main floor L3L. That's just... Seats 301 to 303. Okay. Well, whatever. They're really expensive seats, I think, reserved at a high price so that really big fans can get a good seat rather than all the seats being bought up immediately. Let's see feeling I'm getting. Um, if we look at main floor, yeah. It starts at 47. What if we go up in the balcony? Oh, yeah. starts at 47. So there you go. That's uh, That's in Chicago if you're following along at home. So, Anna, no Pokemon for you? Oh, you can't decide, can you? Mm. See, we either we either catch it that night after flying into Milwaukee, or we have to drive down to Chicago the next day. Or we skip it entirely. All right, Anna will have to make a decision later. All right, in the meantime, let's move on to our next story, uh, which is the new releases for the week, because we're done with news, unless someone has something I missed. Manny had a lot of stuff today that I missed, all that Nintendo stuff. Thank you, man. Uh, I don't know. Unless you want, unless you're gonna periscope something to me, I don't know. A periscope? Uh, man, you're out of it since you got married. Yeah. What's periscope now? You know what Meerkat is, right? Yeah, that's tweeting live video that Twitter is just like cut off from doing that, right? Well, because they just launched their their competitor, Meerkat. I mean, Periscope yesterday oh. and it's blowing up. Okay, I better go get it. So if you if you don't know what this is, it's just imagine being able to quickly live stream um, anything from your phone to a wide audience of people, and anyone can join in and watch. And it gets notified to all your Twitter followers, or there's they have a page where you use a bunch of random people can can watch what you're doing. So I expect this to be big for like surprise news events. Like there's a if you follow dumb people, you're going to get dumb stuff. Someone's looking at their cat all day long. But if you follow like news reporters, like for example, I followed one reporter who was like within minutes of the app going live, he was at the fire in the East Village and it was just live streaming that. It was a quick, easy way to get that. I could imagine this being big at conventions, like just 
at E3 instead of setting up a Twitch stream or something like that. Just open up your phone, start live streaming, a walk through the halls. So who should uh, I follow on here? Um, well, it's just people it, you follow on Twitter, right? Yeah. Because it's tied in so that you can just pick anyone. Following on Twitter. Yes, of course. I want to Try follow to follow a, a few good reporters, like in the field reporters, if you want to like see. Like I could imagine how useful these uh, easy the, – the keyword here is like ease of use, like two-button hits. I just hate and, how they – you know, somebody comes along, makes a good idea and a good app, and Twitter just kills them completely because the terms of their agreements. Yep. They could just cut them out and say, we're going to do that ourselves. Screw you. Uh, well, gaming related, I'm sure we'll be doing plenty of periscopes from E3. Just oh, are we? Hey, okay. Oh, I know I will. I'll be like when we're waiting for something. I'll be like, hey, here we are, and just quickly send it out to a bunch of people, and I can save that video and upload it later to YouTube Couldn't or we, something. Could we not do that before with things like Twitch and stuff? Did they not have an app that lets you do that? Not from your cameras. I don't okay. think. But that's the thing, though. It's not. It's not necessarily like the new. Like I'm sure you could live stream from your phone, and people have done it before. Here, but I got some. Of, hold on, Manny. This is important yeah. news. I've got a, a live stream in here from Russia. It says, "I want bananas." They're shopping, <laughs> and they're live streaming it to us. It's very important. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is going to be dumb. So make sure you follow people who actually have something of value to add. So who should I follow? How do I find a new person to follow in here? That's good. So do you have a, um, a have recommendation? The, the yeah, they have a bunch of hearts. Okay. Well, that just means other people like them. doesn't mean they're good. Well, they're popular, at least. All right. Mm. Well, all I know is this. During E3, I'll be walking around. Here's some cool stuff. Boom, there you go. All right, I'm going to search for people in Madison. No, that just found me people named Madison. All right, well. I don't know how to find somebody in my area covering news It's still stuff. new. We're all working all out right. the kinks. Who's, who's your news reporter guy who was covering a... We said uh, a fire on the east side of some city? Uh, Tim Pool. Is that the east side of L.A.? No, the village, the east village in New York City. There was this big explosion and, a, and a, this big and it was a huge fire. Oh, okay. And it was interesting because like, he was one of the first people on the scene. He just like basically ran up to a building, uh, turned on the streaming and was streaming to like thousands of people. And, and I guess people finally kind of like, hey. He's over there. And then a bunch of reporters came up like an hour later with their cameras and their crew to take pictures. Hmm. For the kind of so uh, let me see what oh, I'll find it. Let me see. I'm sure you can click on me and see who I'm following. Here's one Jake the dog. <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's see, how do I find you? Find... Like I, I can't look at my friends in this app. Yeah, you can. How? You go over to the little the, the little right button. And it's just and most it's loved. Top. It's just showing me the lowest, no, most loved. No, but in the top corner, there's a little profile. Oh, like following. It. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Emmanuel Marino. No. I'm sure there's going to be another big tool. For following 37 folks. Here we go. You all like tech people. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're following me. Yay. Um, ben Bargerine, Ben Thompson. Brian, I shouldn't read these names. They might be friends of yours. Um, no, no, these are. I don't. <laughs> I don't have friends. Oh, <laughs> you have two people on this list that use the same. Oh wait, no, they don't. Okay, never mind. Oh, Felicia Day, Gary Witta, Jeff Keeley. There you go. John Gruber, Kirk. Last week tonight. I don't even know what that means. You're still following Leo Laporte. Uh, only because he was new. <laughs> I just added it up. Anyway. Uh, Smithsonian Airspace. That sounds like it would be cool. All right. Enough of this. That's Periscope. 
<laughs> There's your Periscope update. In the meantime, here's some new new releases for the week. All right, first off, on PS3, we have Anna, the extended edition, available on PSN. MLB 15, the show, which is out for both PS3 and PS4. MX versus ATV Untamed. Shadow Tower, that's a PS1 classic. MX versus ATV Untamed is a PS2 classic. Tabletop Cricket. I don't know what that means. All right, over on the PS4, we got Axiom Verge is out for 20 bucks. That's supposed to be a Super Metroid-like game. Um, that should be a big one this week. Paperbound, Rack and Ruin, RBI Baseball 15, <laughs> Tokyo and Kiwami, and Whoa Dave, which I've played. It's a nice game. It's like Joust. Um, did I say it's like Joust? I didn't mean it's like Joust, did I? No, it's not like Joust, but you have to like run around and jump on platforms and throw bombs and kill them and collect coins and, well, whatever. Uh, Wii U has the Dot Arcade and the Namco Museum, both on the eShop, so I don't know what's up with that. I guess some old arcade games available soon. Xbox 360 and Xbox One have the game you talked about. Forza Horizon 2 presents Fast and Furious. Ooh, yep, I could get yep, that yep. on the 360. I didn't know that. Okay. Neverwinter, the free-to-play RPGs, coming for Xbox One. And RBA Baseball 15 is also on Xbox One. 3DS has got a few games. Jet Dog on the eShop. Lego Ninjago, Shadow of Ronin. Uh, My Pet School 3D. And Story of Seasons. The DSi is getting Titanic Mystery. The Vita gets the following. Doodle Wait, ca- I don't know. Oh, is Titanic Mystery a mystery about the Titanic, or is it like a really big mystery? It's probably a hidden object game. Okay. Yeah. So you find objects on the Titanic. Yeah, most likely. Oh. PS Vita has got Doodle Kingdom, which I sound like is something I should know what that is, but I don't. Uh, Doodle Kingdom. Doodle Kingdom. Doodle Kingdom. Oh, that's like Doodle God. It's a mobile game. Okay, never mind. Right. Uh, MLB 15, the show's on the Vita as well. Oh, only 20 bucks on the Vita. Oh, that's a nice price. Oh, oh that's right, because they didn't really change it much this year on the Vita. So it's cheap on the Vita. That reminds me that Final Fantasy Record Keeper just came out. Any of you tried it out? Is it out here? Yeah, yeah I've tried it. Is it any good? It's published um, by DNA, strangely enough. The only, thing I, the only problem I've had with it so far, actually, is um, performance, actually. But I've been playing on a, on a 4G mobile network as opposed to playing on Wi-Fi. I don't know if that's affected anything or not. So. Um, can you give me a quick overview? What actually is Record Keeper? Um, well, okay. So it's... Um, God, how do I describe this? <laughs> that hard? This well, is the know, one that seems- has characters in pixelated artwork style, but they're from all the different Final Fantasy games. Yeah, and you put and them together in a team f- and kill things. And where's the free-to-play come in? Uh, same same sort of way Terror Battle handles it. Okay. Although um, I think the the um, the difference is instead of in Terror Battle, you use that currency to get uh, new characters, I think it was. Am I remembering this right? Um, yes, you do use it to get new characters. Yeah. In, um, in Terror Battle, it was to get new characters. In Record Keeper, it's to get new equipment. Oh, okay. So, um, here it is. A Moogle gem pouch is a dollar. A Chocobo gem pouch is three dollars. Uh, a Toneberry pouch, nine. Ifrit, 28. And a uh, Leviathan gem pouch is $85. So, it sounds as insane as Terror Battle, but... 
So there you go. If you want to see the kind of games we'll be getting from Nintendo, there's there's a DNA game right there. Yeah, this is why people. I are said I, I need to figure out if if the performance is due to my device or something else. What device do you have, or are you Nexus using? Nexus Five. The Nexus Five is pretty. It, it's getting old. Really? Well, fair enough. Um, they haven't updated the hardware in at least like two and a half years. Hmm. I might explain it then. Yeah. It sucks. They didn't update in 2014 because that, instead they uh, released the Nexus 6, the 6, and they said that's enough for you guys. So, but it's not that old. It should work. I mean, for goodness sakes, it's not like it's a 3D first person shooter. Well, not. Man, I kind of cool, want cool. this 10th anniversary edition of MLB 15. Hmm. Does it come with a baseball or something? No, it's only 10 bucks more, and you get like a bunch of like stubs, which is kind of the extra currency in the game, and item packs, and all the dynamic themes for all the MLB teams, and I don't know, stuff like that. And a steel book and an exclusive cover. Man, I'm looking at this list of DNA games. I wouldn't play, I, you couldn't pay me to play one of these. Ooh, you get a DualShock 4 skin if you pre order MLB. Ooh. <laughs> oh, forget it. I'll I'll just stop wasting money. Okay, uh, back to our new game releases on the Vita. Um, after MLB 15, the show, which is only twenty bucks on the Vita, um, you get Run Sackboy Run, which is a free game off of PSN. Man, I got to boot up the Vita and Tokiden Kiwami, which of course also comes out on PS4. Uh, uh, finally, on the PC, we have the following: <clears throat> Age of Fear 2: The Chaos Lord. Arcage, the free-to-play MMOs coming to Steam. Arms Dealer. Bloodsports.tv. Captain Forever Remix. Dead or Alive 5, Last Round. Fortress Forever. Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan. Ironcast. Let me know if I'm getting you interested here, Manny, in anything. Jones on Fire. Keebles. Pillars of Eternity. Pixel Puzzles 2, Anime. Princess Evangile, Old Ages version. What? Are you reading everything just coming out this team? I am. Rampage Knights. <sighs> it's almost done. Chris, I don't think you need. I don't think you need to do this. <laughs> Ride. <laughs> Snowflake tattoo. What is Snowflake tattoo? You know, I, I think Chris. An important thing to remember is that ever since Steam loosened its uh, <laughs> its, its restrictions on their store, pretty much everything you listed is a crappy Android game. Son of Nor, Star Ruler Two. Unium or Unium and Venusian Vengeance. <laughs> and I say Android game, not because I'm being like an iOS knob, because they're literally, quite literally, they just took the Android version they did, and they put it on they there. Put it on there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oftentimes, it's quite literally just like a straight up Android port directly to it, like with as little work as possible. Like, oh, is the mouse working now? You got it. All right, fine. Here's our console and digital store bulletin update thingy that we put on our site. Okay, real games only. Let's go. Um, well, yeah, these are real games only. Uh, North America. First and foremost, North America, we've got uh, Bloodborne, which we talked about. That's been out. Um, the handsome collection we talked about last uh, What's new here? Oh, here we go. The sales. Risen 3 Titan Lords on sale. Sacred 3 on sale, both on PS3. Borderlands, Deus Ex Human Revolution, XCOM Enemy Within, and Unknown on sale on the 360. Oh, they're also, uh, the Android and iOS version are also on sale for $5, the cheapest they've ever been on the App Stores. Oh, really? For, uh, for XCOM? 
Yeah, XCOM Enemy within the expansion, Android, iOS, $5. Do you have to buy them system. separate? How does that work? No, no, no. They, they, no, no. That's the only one available. Oh, okay. They, they just removed the one without it, and they integrated the thing and just replaced the app. And so he's like, no, no. Here you go. Five bucks. So Here's the game. I have it on Steam already. Do I want the iPad version as well or just play it on Steam? Um, well, that, I think that depends on do you want to play it on the couch or do you ever plan on playing it on vacation or when you're in a hotel room or anything like that? I don't know. Is that a sort of game you want to play over and over again? Absolutely. Oh. That's quite literally that's, – it's, it's, it's – um, there's no story per se that you go through runs. You can have this run and you died or you okay. can have this run and you want to try a new strategy. This time you're going to use like mech troopers or you want to focus on snipers or you or they have like a second wave content update. You can randomize a bunch of elements. So every run you play is, is different. Okay. It uh, just depends. I mean, I, I, I mean, do you have, oh, you do have an iPad and you have an iPad Air too. So it should run just fine. I'm downloading it right now, Manny. Oh, never mind. Sold. Mike, oh, I should have given you my App Store uh, ID so I can get like 1% of that. <laughs> Damn. Uh, is Why that a I thing you can do? Yeah, they they have an affiliate program. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Uh, all right. That's oh. App Shopper and Touch Arcade. Like, that's where they get most of the revenue. Ah, all right. Um, okay. Over in Europe last week, we missed the releases of a couple games. Inazuma 11 Go had two uh, games come out that like Pokemon, they have different editions. So Inazuma 11 Go Chrono Stones, Thunder Flash and Wildfire. So those are out there now. For sales, they have a lot of them. So I need to, I need to summarize this a little. Um, so over on the PS4, they've got Far Cry 4s on sale, Natural Doctrines on sale. On the PS3, they got a ton of things on sale. So let's see. Borderlands, a pre-sequel, Battle Princess of Arcadia's, Demon Souls, Dragon's Crown, Fairy Fencer F, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, Hyperdimension, Neptunia Victory, Kings of Amalur, all the Mass Effect games, Natural Doctrine, Nino Kuni, Resonance of Faith, South Park's on sale, Tales of Symphonia, t- um, and Dawn of the New Worlds on sale, Tales of Exilia on sale, and Tears of TR2. Over in the 360, just a few games, Borderlands, Deus Ex, and XCOM, just like in the US, they are also on sale there on the 360. And then on the Vita, they've got a bunch of things on sale. Atelier Aisha Plus, Criminal Girls, Demon Gaze, Dungeon Hunter Alliance, Freedom Wars, Muramasa Rebirth, Natural Doctrine, Sorcery Saga, Sword Art Online, Tales of Hearts Are, Monster Hunter Freedom, Unite, Conception 2, and Shin Megami Tensei 4 on the 3DS. So those last two were 3DS games, sorry. Conception 2 and Shin Megami Tensei 4 on sale in Europe on the 3DS. And with that, I also think- we're done. Um, Odd World's Stranger's Wrath is also on sale on its various app stores. Oh, okay. And they've done a pretty good port. I just got port. that free it, somewhere. I think PS Plus, right? Um, if I know if you get the Android version, it works on Android TV. So if you have an Android TV set, like... the I have a like Fire other, Stick. Does that count? Uh, no, you can't play apps on the Fire Stick. Yes, I can. Oh, no, you, you stream the apps to the thing from no, your I device. Played, I played the You Don't Know Jack app on the Fire TV Stick. It's, a, huh. it's capable of some apps. Okay, because I'm about to say, because I know that the, the Fire TV Rumble is Fire capable TV has, of way more. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think you can run that one there. Okay. Um, it's interesting. They also came out with a Mac App Store release recently, and I love how they've implemented They have full iCloud support, so you can start playing on your phone, then move to your tablet, then move to your computer. And the big rumor is that Apple's finally, this is what's broken into BuzzFeed. I'm sorry, how does that work? iCloud. What? what, what? A iCloud Mac saves. App Store lap for what? For Stranger's Wrath. Oh, so I can go cross-platform with it? 
Yeah, with between your iPhone, your iPad, and your Mac. Okay. And uh, BuzzFeed recently reported that uh, they got the inside scoop that at WWDC, we're finally going to get to see the Apple TV with an app store, a full blown app store. And I'm pretty, and a lot of, and given how a lot of these companies already have uh, Android TV and uh, Fire TV versions up and running in their stores, I'm pretty sure we'll see. Like, it's going to be great. That I love the idea that now you'll be able to play a game on your computer, the same game, the same save file on your computer, on your TV, on your phone, on your tablet. Pretty soon, that's awesome great. Future, it is finally. I um. So are you enjoying your Fire TV? Would you get like an uh, Apple TV with an App Store? Um, wait, those are two different questions. <laughs> no, I mean, are, are you satisfied with what oh, you have now? So I don't use the Fire TV as much because not as many things can stream to it as can stream to the Chromecast. Right. Um, so that's that's why we're not using it as much. Um, it's a better and faster UI if you just if you're using apps available for it. Um, I do like using it. I like the little remote. I like not having to put things onto it from my phone. I like just having a thing that just works. Um, but um, ultimately, the Chromecast is being more useful to us because more apps are integrated with it, and I, you know, just it's just in the TV, and everything works with it. So that's why I'm not with that. At uh, was it CES, uh, GDC? So one of those, uh, like uh, Nvidia is making a micro console based on Android TV. I saw that. The know. NVIDIA Shield something? Yeah. It, no, it's the just Shield called the console. Shield. And it's yeah. another skew for the Shield. And now it's a console. And it's like, um, okay. Oh, and they're gonna, you can stream to it. Like, that's the big thing. It's going to run like Android apps. Like, for example, you can play uh, the Android version of Knights of the Old Republic, Stranger's Wrath, like I mentioned before. Uh, the GTA Android games you can play there. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like you can buy uh, games using their streaming service. And you can play them like on launch day. But the problem is, though, is that they expect you to buy through their store and, and you don't get access to it anywhere else the right to stream like uh, Arkham Knight full retail price. Wait. What? The stream from where? From their servers. From their servers. Okay. Yeah. But you're still paying full retail, though. Yeah. And all you're getting to do is just the right to stream it. Well, this works so well with OnLive, right? They're saying their their system is much better and improved now, but of oh. course they would say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and The Witcher is going to be there at launch, so you Ooh. can just pay full retail to stream that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I think a micro these micro consoles work only as part of like a larger like if I want an Apple TV or a Fire TV or an Android TV, it's because I want to have. I don't want to have to buy, worry about a smart TV. I just want to buy a dumb TV with a good picture, and I can just hook up this little thing, and I can watch Netflix, Hulu Plus, and, you know, all the things. Get a giant bomb app if I want to. Get a Twitch streaming app. And then, oh, wait, I, those games that I own already, I, I can play nicer-looking versions on my TV too. Fantastic. You know, I don't know yeah. if I would spend 200 bucks just just to play, you know, tablet games. But... We'll see soon. WWC, like a month and a half away. All right. With that, I think we're going to wrap up and ask the questions. What are you going to be playing this week? First off, Alice. Hmm. Don't know. Maybe more some some more Final Fantasy XI. No missile deliveries. Well, I kind of also want to do some fourteen stuff as well because they got that patch coming out this week. I don't think my copy of Super Open, the next Super Open Wars is going to arrive here before next Saturday. So, Anything big coming in that patch that matters? 
Uh, it's the final story patch before um, uh, the expansion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I think there's also some miscellaneous mechanics changes. Um, the removal of the one loot piece a week from World of Darkness. Uh, oh, and they're putting Terra's theme onto the Magitek mount. Is that good or bad that they're removing that one loot piece thing? Uh, that's good. Oh, okay. So it's a limit that they're getting rid of. Yeah, at the moment you can only roll once. Like, when you kill any of the four bosses, you can only roll on one piece per week. So what 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 do people currently do in 14 that are in endgame? Is it just, like, one raid they do a week and that's it? Or what do they do? They're, they put a repeatable quest in that um, where you do the three crystal tower raids uh, to get uh, an upgrade item for the current um, armor pieces. So how it changes long, them. How long does that take you to run through? Uh, 45 minutes for each. Okay. Uh, give or take. Depends on quality of the run. And you need a good quick. group? No, not really. Labyrinth oh. and um, Psychus Tower are both done very quickly because they're older content. Um, so generally the bosses die a lot faster. It's possible to take out the second boss in Psychus Tower bypassing his phase mechanic because you can just deal so much damage to him. Um, the other ones maybe less so, but I haven't been on a fail run in quite some time. So you just party with randoms, or do you have a group? This is all done through the duty finder. Wow. So the, you know, I'm effectively yeah. LFRing this stuff. How big of a group does it make? Uh, for the three crystal tower raids, it's three groups of eight, okay. so twenty-four total. Oh, all right. Um, but there's also, I mean, for people who are actually interested in like endgame progression stuff, there's always the final coil of Bahamut. So and that's something that you don't duty finder to do. You, they are actually adding. Uh, I believe they are adding it to the duty finder on Tuesday. But I still haven't cleared the first coil of Bahamut, so I haven't unlocked it, ah, or okay. I won't be in a position to unlock it. Okay. So, there you go. No, oh, that's cool. All right, um, I will be. Well, Manny, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to finish up Forza. Maybe oh, probably cool. today. It's not that. It's not going to be that long. And after oh. that, I don't know. Um. I'm going to go download Forza since it's free to me, too, for 360. Um, but, but bear in mind, though, that the 360 version of, of, of Horizon 2 is not as good. Well, I don't one have version. an Xbox One. You know, the Xbox One is actually pretty solid right now. They Those monthly updates that they do, they've been fixing a lot of the functionality and adding a lot of new functionality is really... Have they fixed the Halo content. yet? Uh, I don't know. I, I legitimately don't know. I, I stopped following that story a while ago. But but just like they've been adding a lot of stuff, the platform I think is probably better than it's ever been, especially a launch. So I'm enjoying that. Oh, um, if anyone is here, maybe in the comments on the boards, uh, let's let's be Xbox friends. I could use some people to hang out with and play some games with. Um, oh, did you see what the April games of gold are? No. Child of Light is going to be one of the featured games. Oh, cool. I have that on Wii U already, but that's neat. Yeah, and uh, I think Terraria, too. So two games Ooh. that might, might appeal to uh, our RPG game. I like how Terraria is like almost an RPG. It has like the loot grind, and it has like your, your need to hoard and your little town well, that I mean, you build up. So like Minecraft it. on the Xboxes are, is like a big thing. So I think Terraria is just trying to get a foothold against them on that platform, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a solid game, but it's still Terraria is fun in its own right. Yeah, and they are, they have a new expansion, not expansion, like a side story coming out that's more action RPG focused than the last game is. Have mm-hmm. you heard about this one? 
like the Underdeep or something like that. For Terraria? Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. They, I think they announced it at PAX East. Okay. It's going to be like a side story, action RPG focus. Have you played It Draws a Red Box much? IDARB? No. Okay. I, like, I don't have... I don't have many. I don't have that many friends on Xbox One. Unfortunately, okay. all my friends went to PlayStation Four. Oops. No, it's okay though. The funny thing is, even well, when you I'll, knew that even, before you bought it, so it's not yeah. like you got screwed or anything. You know you the funny thing getting. is, even when I had all these people on my PS3, I realized, wait a minute, all the people who are my friends, and I finally had this big list. They're not playing any of the games that I want to play anyway. <laughs> they don't even own them. Yeah. So I just feel like, ah, oh, what's? The I feel point? bad. I haven't gotten back together with you for more Gears of War. And yeah, totally. Let's go do that, man. No, I mean, I need to do it, and I'm just so distracted with things, and so we got to figure that out. That reminds me, they're actually doubling the amount of games for Games of Gold next month, and uh, Gears of War Judgment is one of the free games. Which one is that? Oh, wait, that's, no, that's the bad one, isn't it? Uh, that's the medi- It's the okay one. <laughs> is there one after that that's even worse? No. Oh, okay, so... That's the it's one definitely that people the bad say one is the bad to, one. Yeah. It's definitely the bad one compared to the rest, but as far as like an action game, it's okay. Okay. Especially for free. It's for your, for in free, quotes. It's okay. Free okay. in quotes. But yeah. Um, Forza Horizon 2. Sorry, just yeah, tagging that to my account here. Um, um, also, uh, add, uh, uh, before the month is over, add Rayman Legends done. to your Xbox. Yeah, did that on the 7th. Cool. I figure even if, you, if, if you're paying for live, just add these games to your list. You never know. That's Maybe right. one day. Oh, I will know. get an Xbox at some point, and I will have all these games to download. It'll be great. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking I'm either going to start uh, Black Flag. Oh, speaking of which, Black Flag 360 is also free next, <laughs> next month. Really? But, uh, yeah, they're, they're stepping up their game. I love, I love competition. This is great. I'm so happy that PlayStation 4 is a strong competitor. This is great. Yeah, the Xbox is finally giving away good games. They're giving away good games. They're giving away more games. They're actually making their system better on a monthly basis. Oh, competition's wonderful. And look, just think about how great PSN is because Xbox Live was the king. Competition's a good thing. That's why I hate all this tech tribalism. Dude, you want a strong Android platform just like you want a strong iOS platform. They're good for you as a consumer. I love it. It's great. Sweet. So yeah, I'm either going to start that or Sleeping Dogs. I haven't decided yet. Black Flag, Xbox One, or Sleeping Dogs. You have Dogs. the enhanced version of Sleeping Dogs? Um, I was thinking about buying it, but I remember they gave away the Games of Gold one for free, so I have it on my 360. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, is it worth it to get it, have it look a little nicer and get all the DLC, or should I just play what I got? for? You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, it depends on if you can get a good deal on it or not. That's what I'm trying to see. I'm trying to hold out for as long as possible, so maybe I'll just do Black Flag. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm up to. Cool. Uh, let's see. I will be playing more Monster Hunter in Final Fantasy XI this week. And beyond that, I just downloaded XCOM and uh, Civ Revolution 2 on my iPad. Oh, I was going to mention that to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, I was just going to mention, what level did you get to? I know what level uh, Anna is, but... Um, so I'm at... Red Mage is 90, right? My Red Mage is 91, and I just unlocked the level limit to get to 95. I need to work on getting to 99 this week. Uh, okay. So in other words, you would actually be in a position to uh, uh, help Anna with Abyssia-related stuff. Sure am. Even if, even if I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. 
um, listeners, we're all really down to earth people. If you ever want to play any of the games we mentioned with us, just drop us a line either on Twitter or on the message forms, and we're always looking for fun people to play games with. Mm-hmm. So don't feel I, left out. I am Sabin one thousand one on Twitter. And I am um, Am Privateer. Uh, I am Marino E M M E R I N O E M. And uh, Alice, you changed yours, right? I used to say, it used to be at Quinn, but now no, it's yeah, Mecca it's Alice. Mecca underscore Alice. Yeah, at us. We'll 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 hang out. We'll do stuff. <laughs> and I uh, mm-hmm. want to know what Anna's gonna be playing this week. Um, I'll be playing Final Fantasy XI with you. I'll be playing Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and then I'm not really sure what else. Oh, Anna, Advance on your uh, 3ds? Yeah. Have you never played it before? Yeah, I have played it. I really loved it, oh, so I wanted to. So you got the itch. Yes. All right, cool. And then I found out it play- was stolen. I had to borrow it from a friend. Okay, so I got to ask you. I have a copy of A2 that I purchased years ago. I, I opened it, took the shrink off, but I never actually played it. What, what do you think of A2? Okay, did you play Tactics Advance 1? Yes. Did you like it? I like the gameplay. I hated the story beyond belief. Then you will like 2. Okay. <laughs> they fixed the story? Yeah. It's not little kids whining at each other? It's one kid, and he's not a whiny bitch. Well, All right. And they also um, sort of rejigger some of the classes, so you have a much better spread across the various races. The only thing that I think that they didn't balance well was um, the Benga and Vera are kind of OP. So make sure you recruit those in large quantities. All right, so with that, Anna just gave me lunch during the show. <laughs> what is wrong with me? All right, so with that, we're going to wrap up. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Please yeah, follow sorry us. I made the show so long, everybody. No, no, I it's cool. It's fantastic. No. It's always great when you're here, Manny. Yeah, you should be on more often. Aw, uh, thank you, people. You're so nice. Play with Manny on the Xbox. He needs yes. friends. Hit me up. I don't what's got your, no friends. What's your gamer tag? Um, what is my uh, It's uh, R-I-S-I-N-G. That's why I always say it. Just hit me up on Twitter. S-U-N-T-Z-U. Rising R-I-S-I-N-G. Sun 2. Cool. Yep, yep. With that, we're going to wrap up. We'll see you next week. As always, you can catch us live on Saturdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, at rpgamer.com slash live. Uh, we'll be, yeah, we'll have a show next week. The week after that, we'll be taking it off for Midwest Gaming Classic, but next week we'll be here. And um, look forward to um, a new... A big ad campaign on the site. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll wrap up. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.